The following is a world-class bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the last standing, well, no, that's your dead name, Big Red Nick Utah. <laughs> every time, every time you say dead name, I want to punch you, but, like, it's funny because I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Dude, I'm, what, 400 miles away? If you can reach me that far, bring it on. <laughs> Just let me get on. Like let, me get, let me get on TaskRabbit and see who I can find out there. <laughs> to, 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 to give you to give you a good whack or something. If you hire someone to beat my ass, I would be very impressed. I'd be like, dude, you hired that giant from Indiana Jones. All right, bring it on. I'll fight yeah, dirty. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, me, me and the great colleague cousins, like you know, four four family members removed or some shit. Well, I'll call my uh, I'll pull I'll call my connections from the WWF after my father Andre the Giant died. We'll, uh, you know, I think we'll have a good fight. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It won't be won't be nearly as entertaining as if uh, Musk and uh, Zuckerberg fight, but it'll be it'll still be fun. It'll still be fun. Dude, that would be the greatest fight in history. If that happens, we're gonna do a fucking live commentary. Uh, can oh. you imagine Dion doing commentary for that? Listen, I'm all, all, all I'm imagine all I'm imagining is the fucking the the announcer table at WWE with with Kendo and Dion in suits and headsets. That's all I'm imagining. That's all I'm imagining. Well, that sounds like gonna be us at Horrorhound, Nick. You know, we'll be on suit Saturday, <laughs> rocking it out, looking good. Oh man, uh, the, the the only thing I worry about is like I hope I don't have to walk too far to like get to the fucking con. No, we're in. Only worry. Well, I I won't say where we are on the air because then people can find where we're sleeping, and that would be creepy. But don't worry, it's not a far walk. Okay, if anything, good. I'll get you a jazzy. <laughs> if anything, I'll just I'll just bring my car around and we'll just like park close by or some shit. Oh, that will not be a problem. Realistically, uh, you will have to park the car one time, and that's it for the weekend. That sounds good, man. Sounds good. Now, folks, you just caught us in the middle of a conversation about Horror Hound. Yes, we're waiting on Dion. I'm worried about him this time. It's that serious, folks. It's not Ally McBeal. It's not Dark Fate. It's not Jurassic Park 3. It's something even scarier. So, Nick knows what's up, but Dion will be here in just a minute. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Dean, I don't know how long it's been since we've had all four guys here. Kendo has a legitimate reason. Kendo has a family, and Kendo had car issues getting across the country. And so Kendo's stuck. And for as much as Kendo would love to be here right now, uh, he's got a family to take care of. He's got little baby OJ. So, uh, you know, <laughs> family comes first here on the internet. And, That's you know, true. Um, he, hey, Jeff, can you can you show um, can you show my, uh, my my Twitter handle on the screen real quick? Uh, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah, like this. There we go. Thank you, um, Clone Geek. Clone Geek. That's my Twitter handle. Um, I did not get that email. If you can send, if you can friend me, uh, friend me there, or send a uh, friend request there. If we're already friends, and send me a private message, and I'll I'll get back to you, sir. We'll 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 talk. We'll talk. Uh, I've been talking to some people over through the WCBS email, Nick. Apparently. Uh, some sword company wants to offer us a sponsorship deal. Some sword company? Yeah, I'm going to take them up on that one. That's fucking cool. I love it. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I do too. Uh, God, speaking of swords, um, I, I, I'm Dragon Con's around the corner as well, so that's going to happen. Um, that's oh, going to yeah. be a nice big-ass convention. I'm going to roam around and buy, buy, a lot of, uh, buy a lot of shit I don't need. <laughs> that's the best thing about every convention. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it is because last, like, the, these last couple of years has been very odd. I'm gonna say, and uh, I'm gonna see how it goes this year. And um, if it's still odd, 
I may just take one day out of that time and just go to the vendor area, get my stuff, and then leave. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to come down to Dragon Con, but I don't know, man. It just seems... I'm not nerdy enough for that shit. Like, you ever you ever feel out of place, like, at a horror convention? I know my shit, but I'm not going to have, like... I don't wear enough black to fit in at horror conventions. <laughs> I'm also... That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's the that's the only event where I think these horror the horror fans will like actually wash and iron their like black shirts so they can wear them and impress impress each other on Saturday. <laughs> well, you know the it's like they had to have their black button down with their red tie and those like Jeff Hardy pants and then giant boots. That's like if there was a geek prom for horror conventions, that would be the standard look. That or those Godfather suits. Godfather says Jesus Christ. Oh man. But yeah, by the way, um Horrorhound is August eighteenth through the twentieth of August twenty twenty three, in Indianapolis, Indiana, at the convention center there. Um Robert is gonna be there, Catherine Timmy, Kennedy, Rose McGowan, uh Alex Winter. Who else? Who else? Who else do we got here that's notable? Well Booker uh, T's gonna be there, Booker and you know T, I'm excited yeah, about that one. Booker T, Nick Carter, if anybody wants to see that guy, um, George Went, uh, Ken Kurtzinger, uh, Tom Holland, the uh, the director, not the uh, not the Spider Man kid. You shouldn't tell him that. You just say, guys, we're gonna get get an interview with Tom Holland, and everyone's like, oh my god, really, Spider Man? We don't even acknowledge that it's not the same guy. People well, are like, I mean, who is this the, old guy? Here's the thing. Tom Holland. We can we can post we can post it on Twitter later and put interview with Tom Holland, and nobody would know the difference. Yeah. Yeah, it would it would probably get it would probably get ma- massively hit, and then people would watch it for about thirty seconds and be like, "Oh fuck this!" Wait, are you telling me there's another guy named Tom Holland and he directed Child's Play and Fright Night? What? Yeah, I need to I need to like I need to like find my Fright Night poster that's like somewhere and I don't know I need to find it because everybody else has like uh, signed it except for except for uh, Tom Holland. Uh, so yeah, I need to. <laughs> you even I, got I Amanda Bierce's autograph? Yeah. Dude, Marcy Darcy, I'm jealous. I'd love to meet her. She was she was cool as hell, man. She was very all of them were really nice. Even the guy who was uh, Jared Andrews' handler, he was funny as shit though. He was he was hilarious. Um, I, Is Chris I, I, Sarandon cool? Because he seems like he'd be kind of scary or kind of douchey. But no, I mean he's 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 very personable. He's very nice. Um, I know I but I remember one time I saw him at um, Scarefest in Kentucky. And some 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 jackass kept like scaring people there, and like you know, he was part of the crew, or whatever. He had to like he, he kind of got irritated. He told he told the kid he's like stop, you know, he's like people are in line to you know to you know to come you know to to see me and to get their signature. You need to kind of go away and you know go bother somebody else. And he was very like <laughs> he was. I think that's the only time I've seen him like pissed off at somebody, but it was a legitimate reason. And once he you know once he did that, he's like it was back to normal. He's like all right, fine. And you know, it's like how are you doing today, kind of thing. So he was he was all right. So, folks, Horror Hound is just about a month away. Come out. We have some new banners. I got a giant Wokebusters banner that's going to help people find uh, the website where they can pre-order the book. I also have a Tits and Art banner because we take in Tits and Art there in person. It's a big 11 by 17 book, and I'll be able to, uh, you know, if you want to get it signed, get it signed, all that fun stuff. But WCBS is back. It's the first time we're together all in one place as a channel in four years. I know it's been a while. Hey, also, what is it? Freddy Rodriguez is going to be there. He's um, he was in he was in Planet Terror. He was also um, Carla's brother in Scrubs. Oh, 
Yeah. I know um, Freddy Rodriguez. Different guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get him to sign my Planet, Planet Terror um, poster, because I know Rose McGowan signed it years ago, so... Back Maybe you can get her to sign it again. Be like, oh, look, God. can you sign this nicer this time? I'll pay you again, but just, you know, <laughs> don't half-ass it. She bro. is... Dude, she is short as fuck, just so you know. She is, like... Like four, 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 ten, four, eight. Like she's real, she's real small. So what you're telling me is I need to interview her because it'll be like, <laughs> oh my god, if I move my elbow, I'm gonna give you a concussion type of thing. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, folks, we're gonna be giving you all sorts of content from that convention. You'll be able to obviously come meet us, pick up some art and some stuff because that's what I used to do before the channel was my job. And you'll be able to, uh, you know. Ask us questions, hang out, shoot the shit. We always have a good turnout at Horror Hound. No matter where we work, no matter what part of the country Horror Hound's in, it always turns out well for us. So come join us, meet some other WCBS fans. Uh, you can even meet the, uh, super fan Adam Shawhan. He's going to be there. So Yeah, yeah. Also, um, uh, ETEP's going to be there too. I heard I heard he's he's coming by. Yeah, he uh, he's going to be joining us for Suit Saturday at St. Elmo's. So... <laughs> Yeah, make sure you make the reservation, man. They get they get antsy well, about that. <laughs> I already have a reservation for the world class bullshitters. I have to make a new reservation for all of our friends that are now joining us gotcha. at the best steakhouse in Indianapolis. Oh my god, I can just taste the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> that stuff's good. Their rum and coke is amazing. Oh, um, you mean those those like special drinks they have? The uh, what is it? The some isn't it called like a Saint Elmo cocktail cola? Yeah, 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 something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. I'm ready. I don't even want to do this show anymore. Can we just get into the DeLorean and go ahead a month and five days? <laughs> we already got the hotel. We already got everything booked, so. <laughs> sure, why not? Why not? Um, what is it? Um, I will have I will have five copies, five only copies to sell for 20 bucks of um, Mother Noose, the movie that I helped shoot. I'm also in and also Jeff's in. I will have five copies of those for 20 bucks to sell at the table. So I'm, I'm going to acquire those very soon. And, uh, yeah, so we'll have those. Only five. Uh, anybody who comes by and wants them, they're yours. So first Don't forget, sure. Nick, it's an award-winning film. That's not a joke. It is an award-winning film. We won we won a Grinder Award. <laughs> well, it's still more reputable than a Saturn Award. <laughs> I got a Grinder Award. That's true. We got a, we got a Grinder. Do you think they could have picked a better name? No, I fucking love it. I really do. Did you win one in June? No, no, no. It was like the, it was like, I think it was like February of like two or three years ago. I I drove up with Richard to Virginia, like nine hours away, to go to this film festival at the uh, Al Alamo Draft House. Basically, the entire weekend was us spent in the dark theater, eating expensive food and drinking lots of alcohol. So like we'd fall asleep and then wake back up and order more food. <laughs> that's all it was. That's all it was. There was a decent bagel place like across the street. Like that's it, man. That. That's the life I want to live, folks. Yeah, because uh, so yeah, 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 come to we a convention and let's do that together. Yeah, because we were we were at the film festival the whole weekend, so we were watching all the films they had and all the blocks and everything. And you know, we were like once again we were just drinking because they had you know premium alcohol um, on tap, and they had these giant thirty-two ounce like beer cans that you could just order and you know they'd bring them to you. Um, but yeah, man, the food is pretty decent. The drinks were good. Um, I spent a lot more money than I should, have, <laughs> but it was worth it, man. We had a good time. It was us and like. Me, Richard, and like five other guys uh, from from all, all of us who were you know who had shot the movie and stuff, and it was a good time. It was a good time. You think if I pay them enough, they'll bring me a four loco, original formula, <laughs> of course. Original formula? I don't know, man. You might have, may have to find one of those on eBay. Um, 
It's just as safe now as it was back then. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh. Dude. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some like fucking TikTok video on how to make the original four local. Like some kids like has a DIY video on how to make it. Um. Yeah, I'm sure that's a thing. So if you really want to look it up and try to make it, you're you're more than welcome to. I will not be drinking any alcohol brought to us at Horror Hound. I mean, it has to be like official stuff. If it's your homemade brew, I'm gonna have to leave your four loco uh, recipes underneath the table. <laughs> I just don't want to. I don't want to. Dude, die. dude, I no. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've I, I've I've done that. I've actually done something. Because I remember there was a guy at Dragon Con who had this giant like 108 ounce ounce flask. It was like this oversized thing. He gave and he he had plastic cups with him. And he was he was giving everybody apple pie moonshine, and that shit was that shit. You couldn't taste the alcohol, but it was fucking strong. It was I once so blacked out drinking fun. moonshine, Nick. <laughs> and it was a real shit. It wasn't that fucking Maiden Gallenberg old smoky old smoky shit. Because if you pay taxes on your moonshine, it really isn't moonshine. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. That's how that fucking shit works. I'm sorry. And also, I love like once again, I was back in Tennessee, and they had like a billboard for like their coconut rum moonshine. I'm like, go fuck yourselves. There were no, there are not, there are no coconuts in the South. Okay, sorry. Uh, if Kendo was here, he would make some kind of joke how you took all the coconuts or the mayonnaise and the turkey legs. I don't know, one of those things. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> now let's give our word of the day before we get into our topics and have a fun podcast tonight. Before we do, uh, folks, hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know that you enjoy this content and check out all of our new uh, videos here on YouTube. We just passed 190,000 subscribers, so thank you to everybody. It's nice to have that new milestone, and we'll be at 200K before you know it. I'm going to ramp things up to get us there by the end of the month. We can do it all together. All you got to do is like and share the content. One of your likes goes a long way. That's it. It'll get it. Look, it, I work for a computer. As weird as it sounds, my boss is a computer. It's this weird algorithm. But you guys can help us beat that boss, you know. Like Stone Cold used to stun Vince McMahon. Give me a hell yeah if you remember that shit. But by liking and sharing, you help us circumvent a lot of this crap, and you can help us take world-class bullshitters to the top, where it belongs, jabroni. Now, the word of the day. I love, I love this comment from uh, from Alexander the Great. Soon Nick will be an avian. It will win an avian award. Jesus Christ. Is that your? That's your goal, right? I'm going to help my, you make that my, happen. Not personally. Mom, I won't be in the film, but my mom would be so proud. <laughs> My mom would be happy for you too. She'd go, Nick won an award? Mom, it's a porn award. It doesn't matter, it's an award. <laughs> god damn it, I love your mom. Oh god. Uh, she's great. She would she would one hundred percent say that shit too. She would hundred percent say that shit. She'd be like, Can I support you in any way? I'm like, no mom, just know that it happened and don't ask any more questions. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't ask any more questions. I'm not I'm not giving you a copy of it, that'd be weird. No, I've you know, I've seen it. I'm not gonna share that with anybody. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> Look, I may live in Ohio, in southern Ohio, but we're not that part of the South. We're not part of the South at all, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm further south than the stepbrother, step, stepsister kind of, kind of area. So you know. Well, you're in like a civilized part of the South. That's where true. That's true. There Atlanta are strip like clubs old... and waffle houses on every corner. That's true. There are. It's, uh, it's weird. It's weird. It's actually what we're gonna do when I come to visit you for that con in the <laughs> fall, possibly if they get back with me. We'll go to Waffle House strip clubs after we go. Shit, we need to invent a Waffle House strip club. Could you imagine getting your smothered and covered hash browns on the counter as, you know, candy and 
whatever her name would Bambi? be, just walk down the ba- candy and Bambi just walk down the fucking counter and deliver it to sorry. you. Sorry, sorry. I think when you when you said stripper names, I immediately thought of fucking uh, Diamonds Are Forever. So I was like Bambi and Thumper. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mind went to immediately. That movie's got to be good for something. I think we found out what it is. Well, Jimmy Dean's in it, so you know it's it's all right. <laughs> my favorite line of that is "Tell him he's fired," but he just starts <laughs> screaming. <laughs> it's like, bro. Stick to your country music and your breakfast sausage. Acting is not your forte. <laughs> well, yeah, you know that's why I never did another James Bond movie. They were just like, "You're not that good," and it took us too long to get those shots. No. Yeah. Well, in the deleted scene, there is Sammy Davis Jr. So they try to throw everything at Diamonds Are Forever. It just didn't stick. <laughs> oh, the, oh the, he, he, he was in a deleted scene. Yeah, it's on the DVD. Check it out. He's oh, one of the uh, patrons at the casino. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I got to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I know I have the I know I know I have the three DVD boxes, the old ones. So yeah, and they have they're actually pretty robust for what they are. I'm I'm worried if the Blu-rays are the same thing or not. They don't have as many of the features. I have the Blu-rays. Ah, it's shit. a step down. Ah, that sucks. That sucks. Now I'll just, I'll, I'll just acquire the movies by other means. It's fine though. Yeah, I want to get them on 4K as soon as they up or remaster those motherfuckers. I'll pay. I don't mind. They yeah. just got to do it. So the word of the day is fiag. A, fl- a few fiags more. Star Wars: The Fiag Republic. Awesome powers in fiag that shagged me, and a fistful of fiag. Wow, that's a uh, that's a spicy meatball. Yeah, uh, give me some medicine for my heartburn. That shit hurts. Ooh. So, folks, you can join us. Uh, it seemed like everybody was playing Dingle in the chat. That's yeah. what our new chat game will be called: Dingle All the Way. When you have to wait for the podcast, you just play Dingle All the Way. We will answer the Dingle. <laughs> now, Nick, this has been an interesting week for entertainment, or you know, the things we talk about in general here on the channel. It was very dry, and then all of a sudden today, it just hit like a ton of bricks. First off, Bob Iger talked about how they're pulling back Marvel and Star Wars finally, which we'll talk about because I want to know what the audience thinks of all that. And if you haven't had a chance, check out our video after tonight's show to hear more about the, our take on that. There's also more of these actors and actors strike now on top of the writer's strike. So entertainment is about to be dealt an even bigger blow. And I know how people feel. Fuck these actors. Fuck these writers. That's fine. We're not here to try to have you feel oh, sympathy yeah. for them. Yeah, We're here to talk about the impact, how it's going to affect your lives, our lives, and everything moving forward. And then we also are going to talk about Mission Impossible. Um, I've seen it. I saw it on Sunday. I know a lot of people in the chat are saying, you gotta go out and see it. You do gotta go out and see it. Nick, have you had a chance to watch it yet? No, I'm going to go try to watch it tomorrow. Um, I really I really want to watch it ASAP because um, it's Mission Impossible. Um, I, 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 think, I, think, I think those are... Unfortunately, those, they've surpassed James Bond and become the, the de facto uh, spy franchise right now. You know? Um, I, agree. I was actually I was actually watching, what was it, um, 3, 4, and 5 with some friends over the weekend... And I was like, man, they still hit. They're still good. They're still fun. They're still action-packed. Regardless of what you think about Tom Cruise and his, you know, um, his ways, um, it's still they're still solid movies. They're still 100% solid movies. Oh, God, yeah. I'm so glad you brought up the whole they're better than 007. For the last decade plus, Mission Impossible has been the premier espionage action franchise. They're just, they keep getting better. I like this one the best. And this isn't a spoiler. This is a... Yeah, let me tell you why. And I don't have to go into spoilers to ruin your experience. But as you guys know in the trailer, they talk about the villain just being a rogue AI. I love that because we are living in the middle of AI art, AI voices, AI modification. Hollywood's trying to use artificial intelligence to write the movies so they don't have to pay writers. Like, we're in the middle 
of a, of a global change. And this movie discusses it in a very dramatic way, of course, because it's Mission Impossible. It needs to be beyond belief, bigger than life, larger than life. But they do it in a way, there are times where I'm like, oh god, this could really happen. And when you watch that in a Mission Impossible movie, uh, sometimes it's kind of scary. So I loved this one. <laughs> I thought the action was great. The story was great. Every actor did a good job. If you want to talk about uh, a female character being entertaining, watch Haley Atwell. She blows Phoebe Waller-Bridge out of the Jesus water. Christ, I, well, I mean, she's also fucking hot, and she and she's oh, done. Yeah. And as far, I mean, like once again, like you know, you sort of the actors don't you know don't fucking care. They have they have a lot of money. But at least I I don't think she's been negatively vocal to fans at all. I don't remember if she has or if it's been a small comment. Anybody in the chat can remind me if, if she has. But I think she's been you know pretty good about everything. Um, you know, and she's once again easy on the eyes, so that helps. Oh, dude, she looks great in this movie. Though there's a scene where she kind of dresses up like Han Solo, and I'm just like, "What are you doing with the vest?" But yeah, I digress. Even even, this, even even on this poster, we have Haley Atwell, we have the blonde girl from the last one, which is which is. I mean, and all the women, all the women look at the poster look look very attractive. So I think Vanessa Kirby's hot. There's no hundred percent, and like and like and I think. You know what? I think in a spy movie, you have to have good-looking women, man. You have—it's like it's a—it's a fucking requirement. You have to have. I think it's one of those things where it's like it's like it's 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 like a, it's 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 a trap because they're good-looking, they're hot. You want to engage and talk to them, but you, you your balls won't be in a bear trap. But you don't you don't know. But you're willing to like fucking risk it. Yeah, for Haley Atwell, like, I'd risk yeah, that trap. Yeah, there's always a will they won't will they with that. It's like, are you a double agent? Is she gonna shoot me in the back of the head? Ah, it's fine. I'll I'll take the risk. I mean, I would. As long as I, I can I, see them titties. I, <laughs> I put Haley Atwell is like a you know one of the best looking women out there. That's an actress. I mean, not on the planet. Well, she's that good looking. I think. Anyway, you're right though. Mission <laughs> Impossible. Can we get her and Scarlett Johansson in like a mud wrestling scene on something, please? Okay, I don't like multiverses and time travel, but we have a fucking multiverse where Black Widow goes back in time to the 1940s. And they mud wrestle during World War Two. I would watch that. <laughs> That's movie. all they want. That's all they want. They bring they bring peace to World War Two. Just the, the Germans and the Americans and the ones are just just watching them. That's it. They're watching them drinking beer and enjoying it. That's all it is. Well, you've heard that famous story about in World War One. I, I think it was Christmas. There was a truce where they all played a soccer game. Like yeah. they got, they came out of the trenches. That's what this is. It's just two really hot women mud wrestling and an American soldier yeah. and, and a German yeah. soldier. They look at each other. <laughs> they nod. They salute their beer. Prost, and, and then all and, of a sudden the war ends. And here's the here's the clincher, okay? And and the Armas is is a referee. Oh God, yeah. You can barely <laughs> understand what the fuck she's saying, but she can count one, two, three. So that's yeah, all that yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit what she's. Who does? <laughs> when we Hollywood, went to that, Hollywood, give us give us your money. <laughs> yeah, give <laughs> us your we're money. Not, yeah, we're not part of a union. We'll write it. It's fine. Yeah, you don't need AI. You just need the world-class bullshitters. You'll be set for life. We'll give you a franchise with 55 movies. It's all the same story of two hot chicks mud wrestling in different times. It's like they're in World War II. They're in Korea. They're in Vietnam. They're in Desert Storm where it's really hot. Like, that would be... We will take... It'll be like that scene in Top Gun where all those dudes are playing volleyball. We'll just have it be like really sweaty chicks in the desert. We'll make you love the desert That's again, That's fine, Nick. man. That's fine. You know what? That's... You know, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. That sand does get everywhere, though. Yeah, I mean, hey... We'll be we'll be shooting this movie in 8K. You'll see every grain of sand and everywhere it goes. All right. Take 108. You still haven't got it right yet, bitch. Keep, yeah, God damn it! Could you just could you look into the camera and say the line this time? Dion, rubber down. God damn it! Re, 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 reapply the the suntan lotion. 
Well, uh, with the new, we'll have an intimacy coach. It'll be Kendo saying, "Buck up and do it." <laughs> oh God, that fucking thing! It, that's as that's as that's as important as the fucking DIE fucking job that they that all these places have or had, I should say. You know? Yeah, have you noticed? Like, I've been reading these articles that have been popping up this week about how the diversity people are just losing their jobs because people don't give a shit. There's an interesting article from the Telegraph that's talking about that. Hollywood's suffering a diversity fatigue. And I, for one, have been suffering diversity fatigue since they overused the word all those years ago. Yeah, and, and well, and, and like, as, 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 as we've known, like, they keep, they keep pandering and trying to shove it down our throats. We don't want it. And they were kept doing it, like, they they thought oh they'll get it at some point it's like no we we understand what you're doing we just don't want to we just don't give a shit about it and every time you do it we just don't give you our money that's how it works and i think <laughs> they finally figured it out it's like oh shit we need to trim our budget well the diversity people need to go for it. it's like yeah man that maybe, maybe you should have done that like three years ago or five years ago or just not done it at all i don't know just... yeah i don't need representation for a three-foot alabama albino named buckwheat like that's not important to me it's just you know tell me a good story because that three foot albino named buckwheat doesn't give a shit about the movie they weren't even part of the demographic that wanted to watch it yeah yeah and it's 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 weird one thing and that's one thing i hate is like there's like you know during the whole diversity thing i'm thinking there's i'm thinking just looking to do it because it's fucking hollywood but they they forgot to tell a good story first and they forgot to make it for general audiences you know, and it's and, and they forgot they forgot about star power and like how people will still go to the theater to watch certain actors and actresses. You know, they'll if if a certain actor actor actress is in a movie, they're going they're more likely to go and spend the money. That's still how it is today. I think that's still you know a thing. It um, is. And I, I they, hate to kiss his and, ass, but Tom Cruise is that guy that knows what he's doing. Yeah, no, you're right, man. You're 100 percent right. And uh, you know, he made Paramount a billion dollars with you know Top Gun too. So. And he's probably going to do it again with Mission Possible. I mean, it's um, I'm I'm glad it's coming. I'm glad it's coming out or came out, you know, Wednesday. But yeah, I'm definitely I will definitely go out of my way tomorrow and check it out because um, I love those movies. I think I have them all on Blu-ray. Um, and they're, they they deserve to be like they. I might I might sell my Blu-rays and then like slowly get them on 4K because I think they're that good. Like the sound and the action, like you need you need that kind of um, that format for it for sure. I agree that uh, you need that kind of format for these Mission Impossible movies. And, you know, his last movie was Top Gun Maverick, and everybody loved that movie. I'm glad this and thing the fun, is what it is. And the weird thing is that that was diverse because they, they said, oh, yeah, these, these, these are the top pilots. And you looked at the crowd, and it was diverse. They never said it, but it was, it, was, it was subtle. Like, you knew what they were doing without them being like, hey, you're black, you're female, you're disabled, you wear glasses. Like... <laughs> You know, they had everybody there. It's like, we get it, good. You said it without saying it, and that's it. And it was like three seconds, done. Yeah. I'm I'm just glad that the audience is speaking. Now, I've read online that Mission Impossible isn't, it might not do too hot because they're thinking it has the same problem as Indiana Jones does, where it appeals to older people, it's a little too long. I hope that's not the case here, because well, this movie was awesome. Well, here's here's the thing. Like, even John Wick Four was long, but it was so fucking good and it was so amazing that I didn't care. I wanted more of it, even when I left the theater. I was like, "Give me two more fucking hours of it. It's fine. Give me five hours of John Wick. I'll watch it all goddamn day." Those movies are great, yeah. and I think this is what people have been waiting for for the entire year. Um, people are going to go watch it. Um, it's going to do good. It's going to do good numbers. 
<clears throat> domestically and internationally. <clears throat> I, th I think they're just making an excuse because um, it's not a Disney. It's not a Disney property. <laughs> it's what it seems like, and I feel like they the same should happen. It's, it's Disney kind of putting that shit out there again. They, they like they did with the Joker with like, oh, you shouldn't go to the theater because you know something bad might happen. That's what they're trying to like kind of say. But um, it's Mission Impossible, man. Like the, the all all the other ones, I think for even for like I think I think the worst one might be like two or three. Yeah, but even then, two. even then, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, they're not the worst movies ever made. They're just the worst Mission Impossible movies I've ever made. Yeah, that's all it is. And yeah. you know, the way Ethan Hunt carries himself is so—I don't want to say refreshing because he hasn't really changed as a character. But when you compare it to 007, who is so deconstructed and dare I say weak these days, like Daniel Craig is the worst thing to happen to Bond. And I know people are saying his acting was great. How can you say that? Because he had way too much sway over Barbara Brockman. The producer wanted to fuck him. And so she thought he was handsome. They used to hang out. He got in there. He probably banged her and had all kinds of pull and say over these movies. That dude, along with Barbara Broccoli and Neil Wade, or Purvis and Wade, whoever, I can't remember who the other guy's first name is. But my point is, those handful of people have ruined the longest running film franchise. That fucking, the last one was so dumb and so stupid. I walked out of Mission Impossible ready for the next one. I never need to see James Bond again. To be honest, I've only sat through two James Bond movies completely since No Time to Die came out in 2021. Oh it's been a minute, and I don't plan on going back to watch it ever again. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's terrible, man, because they're, like, and it's one of those things where it's, it's such an old franchise and so good. You have the old, like, even from the 60s, you had just, like, you know, he's a fucking man's man. And all the way through the 80s into the 90s into some of the early 2000s, it, you know, it was there. It was right there. And then they fucked it up. Um, but even then, man, like, the old ones are just are still good. And I miss, dude, I miss all the fucking, um, what is it? The, um, the promotional stuff that came out with it. The, the vodka, the whiskeys, the watches, the suits, the sweepstakes, the, you go on, a, go on a James Bond travel thing. Like, I miss all that shit, man. Same. That stuff was so cool. Like you could go to your local liquor store and you know get the you know James Bond you know esque um, vodka or whatever yeah, the Belvedere hell had. with the laser etched 007 logo. Yeah. I have that. Yeah, that. yeah, shit like that. You get the glasses, you get the watches, the suit. Well, you, you get the whole thing. Even they had the fucking gadgets you could get too. Like it was a whole you know industry of shit, man. It was it, I dare I say it was like Star Wars. Like they had a built-in audience for so long for a bunch of stuff that would come out. And you it was know? kind of aspirational, too, because you're like, look, I want to be like James Bond. I'm going to save up and get that $8,000 watch. I want to save up and get a Tom Ford suit. And, you yeah. know, once you get it, you kind of feel the part. You feel yourself, and people just flock to you. Because when you look that good, well, they can't help but, you know, yeah. like, wow, that's a badass suit. Yeah, and you exactly, see the price tag exactly. of a Tom Ford suit, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> hey, man, you know, if, if, it, if it fits, it fits, man. <laughs> We should get Tom Ford suits for our 400,000 subscriber special. Jesus Christ. Deal. Deal. <laughs> Folks, when we get a million, we're going to get tuxedos and run around drinking champagne out of top hats. <laughs> that, sounds like a, that sounds like a fucking party that I've already no, done no, before. No, no, no. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll get tuxedos and play football in the parking lot. Yeah. Good catch, Nick. Hey, Dion. <laughs> I'm open. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That would be a wonderful time. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, God! But yeah, I mean, I and and even then, I, I told you in the chat about my my idea to kind of circumvent that uh, that 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 whole thing 
we won't discuss it here, but like we'll discuss it in the chat. Oh, of course. You know, which... we don't want to give out too much secret information. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, because I think that's a way of making something we we love and circumventing that circumventing the system in a weird way. You know, so because we can um, once again kind of reinvigorate that uh, that subgenre of movies um, or it's sub subgenre of entertainment, and you know, see how it goes. See how it goes. Dude, I'm excited for uh, what's next for us. I know people are thinking, oh, guys, you keep promoting it. Trust me, folks. We have a big 2024 planned. We have a big 2023 planned. It's been I've been home back to Ohio for the last two months. This has been nuts how it's gone so much or how it's gone so far, and it keeps on getting better. So why we tell you this? Why do we tell you this all the time? To get ready. Make sure you clear out your schedules. You know, clear out your calendars. Don't worry about it. If you got to go to work, you got to go to work. But after that, be prepared because WCBS has got some new stuff that you won't be able to take your eyes off of. And I guarantee you're all going to love it. But how did the only your, way to um, see it is uh, keep watching. How did your Writers on Writers thing go? Dude, that was awesome. Larry Korea is the coolest dude ever. Like, he's a very talented writer. He's very established. He is fun as hell. And Casey Ezel, she was awesome too. So they they said they had a great time. They want to come back. I'm, That's great. You know, I'm friendly with a publishing company. I talk to these people behind the scenes and stuff like that. So uh, we're going to have a lot of interesting people on the channel, folks. That's just one facet of the new WCBS. That's good, man. That's good. Yeah, because I think, I, think I think that's interesting to kind of getting into the nuts and bolts of, um, of, of that because, you know, we've, once again, you know, we're avid, avid entertainment fans. We're movie fans. And to kind of get behind the scenes look and see how things are done, uh, I think is extremely interesting in that aspect because, you know, it's just like, it's, it's good to see. Well, we just, we remember, we're entertainment fans, soon to be, well, we're also entertainment producers, you and I are. Sorry, Dion, I know you're entertaining, but uh, Diamond Nips Dion hasn't made any money yet at the box office, but it will one day. <laughs> I believe in him. Uh, no, but, but but seriously, we really should shoot um, either a fake trailer, or we should really shoot a fake trailer next year with uh, with all of us. <laughs> oh, I agree, we came up with an idea for uh, Good Morning Pop Culture this morning, I'll tell okay. it to you off air because you know only a handful of people were watching, so I don't want the idea to get out there in the ether and be given to lesser YouTubers. I'm just joking, folks. Everyone's cool in our books, but uh, I do have an idea for us that we could get a lot of eyes on us. So that sounds good, man. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You guys just need to come come down to Atlanta for a weekend. We can get we can get a shot and, and done, and then we just you know edit the damn thing down until it's ready. So. <laughs> also, people have been showing interest in Terminator Martin Luther King Day, so we'll have to make. <laughs> you know what we should do is we should make a Kentucky Fried movie sequel, but not call it that. Where it's just a series of vignettes and trailers. See if we can get That's... John Landis to endorse it. That would be a lot of fun. Oh, why not, man? Why not? Um, he Look seems at... he seems he seems cool. We're going to be sponsored by a saber company soon, so when you can get the official World Class Bullshitter sword, go to your theaters with the official World Class Bullshitter sword and wave it around in the air to let people know you're a fan oh of the best God. podcast oh on the internet. Hashtag, do not do this. We do not endorse any <laughs> violence in theaters. Stay home. Be safe. Uh, we, should, we should get a Blue Chew and a Manscaped, um, Manscaped sponsorship as well. Well, if you're really talented, any sword can be a manscaping uh, device. <laughs> Just be careful. <laughs> Don't go to the left too much, or you won't be a, a man anymore. <laughs> I mean, if, that's true. That's true. How brave are you? Just rename your sword Lorena if you make that mistake. Oh, that's funny. That's fucking funny. <laughs> I learned a lot from 90s television that I shouldn't have learned, Nick. 
<laughs> dude, dude, the, let's see. The '90s into the early 2000s were fucking great. That was the I think that was prime time for. I I I know every generation says it, but it was like prime time for us because we had enough technology where we could communicate, but not where we were distracted by just like going outside and like riding our bikes and and being out until dark, like that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. It's you go out nowadays, like it's been Cincinnati Burger Week here, so I've been going out to these different restaurants, and you just see people staring at their phone the whole time, waiting for their food. And then they don't talk to each other. They just look at their phones on the table while they're eating. And then they pick up their phones and stare again. I'm just like, what the hell kind of life is that, man? Yeah. Um, well, and that and the uh, and the beer bug, you know, lock-in didn't help anything either. I think it exacerbated that whole whole, whole situation. Because we had to communicate that way, you know, with, with, with most people. So that was a problem. And so I used carrier kind of... pigeon. <laughs> I use carry Um I use smoke signals. That's right. I, I use smoke signals because you know sense. I, I, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm that kind of Indian. That's why. It is the it is the preferred <laughs> method of uh, messaging by your people. That's true. Nick, uh, it's a little hot here. Can you help make it rain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me let me twerk real quick and send the rain your way. <laughs> Oh my god, we need to do a fucking trailer where Pocahontas twerks to make it rain. That would be there so offensive. Go. There we go. We'll go to we'll go we'll, we'll get we'll get some costumes and go to Miami and hire and hire some um, actresses. <clears throat> oh, we'll go to hell is where we'll go for making this. <laughs> Probably, but we'll all be yeah. there. It'll be a great party. Everybody that's having fun is there. Nobody wants to be bored, right? If you're gonna be somewhere for all of eternity, why not be at a party? That's true. That's true. Instead of a knitting circle. There you go. <laughs> uh, folks, this was a long roundabout way of saying you should go see the new Mission Impossible movie. It's a great time. <laughs> WCBS endorses it. I know. I, I gave know. it an eight out of ten. Yeah. Well, the, well, I was wondering why an eight out of ten and not not higher. Why 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 eight? Why not like nine or like nine point five? Well, there's one scene that annoyed me, and I'm just like, okay. all right, come on, and it's not like a suspension of disbelief it's a it's a scene that's played for jokes and i thought it went a little too far and i was just kind of annoyed by that and then one or two scenes were a tad predictable and i don't mean like bad predictable but i actually thought to myself like this is actually going to happen and it happened verbatim like not verbatim because that's not not speaking excuse me but it happened exactly like i guessed it would happen and i know that's you know a silly thing for me but i'm like Come on, like, that specific thing just fucking happened after I thought, I bet this is going to happen. And it did, and it wasn't that shocking. But either way, I would have gave this movie a 9 if it didn't have that really pointless humor scene. It just annoyed me. Okay, yeah, so, so they tried interjecting interjecting humor that, that shouldn't have been there. And just one scene, because the overall humor is great. Like, Simon Pegg and Ving Rhames have great back-and-forth witty banter. Oh, that's wonderful. That's yeah, wonderful. It, it wasn't to do with them. It's a it's during the car chase that's in the trailer, so that's not a spoiler. But I just okay. was like, come the fuck on. And nobody in my theater laughed. We were all just kind of like, we rolled our eyes together. Collectively, I could feel it. <laughs> you could hear that, like, your eyes yeah. rolling back in your head. It's like, nope. No, this didn't work. <laughs> Not today. Not today. Yeah. Well, still, I mean, if that's the worst of it, it's not bad for a Mission Impossible movie. It's fine. <laughs> it's the best movie I've seen this year. I mean, do you remember Cocaine Bear? Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I do remember Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear was good. It should have been great, but it was good. Yeah. Well, we're also getting, like, uh, Crack crack Raccoon and, like, Meth. Crackcoon? That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah we're getting we're getting meth gator as well. Um, I think from Asylum or something. I contacted them about buying the rights to do the official comic book. <laughs> Crickets. Nobody nobody responded. I, I wrote them a pitch. The Asylum is two people. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, it's not really a lot of people. Like the you think the Asylum WCBS has more people behind the scenes than the Asylum does. <laughs> Everyone else is just kind of hired there. Go figure. Yeah. But, yeah, folks. Mission Impossible. Movie of the summer for sure. You know, old characters don't have to be boring. They just have to, you know, still have it. Yeah, that's exactly um, what Mission Impossible does. <laughs> I came up with a, lo- a couple of... A couple of um uh like you know uh, drug drug and, and animal names um speed squirrel okay uh crack cat i like it uh fentanyl frog okay dmt deer <laughs> and then hgh hamster ooh can we team up with mescal and moose and really like <laughs> pad out the avengers of uh yes. coked out animals oh god the the drug the drug out adventure animals we should put this on a shirt. Write all those names oh down. God. I'll do the artwork, and we'll make, uh, you know, all these things. We should also include somebody in the chat came up with PCP Penguin. Or PC, PC Penguin. Pe- <laughs> PC Penguin actually just sounds like a rapper. He's just like a nerdy... He's a nerdy tech guy. That's what he is. Oh, God. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, they would, they, they're like the drugged-up Animal Avengers. I could get a behind movie, that. Yeah. yeah. A movie that would probably... Never get made. Well, I mean, it might be. I mean, we had we got fucking you know cocaine bear. So, dude, if the Happy Tree Friends can get made, That's so can our true. shit. God damn it, that fucking Happy Tree Friends. Jesus, I always remember. I I remember them every now and again. And I'm just like, those were good times. We have cartoons that were just filled with blood and guts. As, as and and as a kid, you were you were just laughing at it incessantly. It's a good time. It's a good time. During Things the, we shouldn't uh, have watched for five hundred hours. During the, uh, the 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 flat the flash the flash uh, browser game era. What a simpler time it was, Nick. What a it simpler was. time it, it was. was. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> People in the chat are like, "Please don't kill PC Penguin." Well, don't. <laughs> Did any Avengers die in the first movie? No, Coulson was an Avenger. He was not an Avenger. Excuse me. So. Everyone else survived. You think we're going to kill off our cash cow in the opening chapter? Uh-uh. We're going to say that for the finale where they all die in the worst possible way. No, Jeff. Cash cow is their boss. He's, he's like their Nick Fury. No, cash cow is their dealer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, man. God, we... God. If only we could get the rights to Captain Planet, they, 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 they could battle him. They could battle him in like the eighth comic or the eighth movie or something. Does anybody even get? Let's just make a call to Turner. I'm sure nobody's beating their door down asking them to, uh, you know, do something with Captain Planet. Maybe we can even we get can, Don Cheadle to voice yeah, it. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, we can get Don Cheadle back to be to be Captain Planet. Why I think not? He'd be down for it. I think he'd be down for it. <laughs> now look, folks. Hollywood actors are on strike. What you can do is we can crowdfund whatever fees they have, and we'll pay these people to make these terrible projects, and then either, one, hold them over their head and blackmail them and threaten, if you don't do this, we're going to make it, you know, and release it publicly, or we just release it publicly. I mean, that's how we can afford, you know, Don Cheadle and uh, who else we want? Ryan Reynolds and five other people. 
I'm surprised they're still shooting um, Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. I'm Not as of now, man. I believe at midnight tonight, actors are on strike. Oh, jeez. Wow. Well, yeah, that's really going to suck, man, because they're in the middle of production and it's um, that's rough. They're even in the middle of they're even in the middle of Beetlejuice too. They're building the I, sets or they're shooting it now or something's going on. So, I saw the pictures of Catherine O'Hara with her red Delia Dietz hair. And I want to get excited for that one, but I don't see the purpose of making another Beetlejuice movie this many years away. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Like you have, I see after after a good movie like that, I figure you have at the very most ten years to make a sequel. You should, you should do it in the first three, or you first do, you should do it in the first three to five. But ten is that ten is ten is fine. But after that, you've you've lost it. You can't do it anymore. You know. Yeah. I get it. It's a vehicle for Jenna Ortega to do her weird dance and get people that love to wear their hot topic black the, dress shirts well, no. to horror hound. You know. Well, by the way, I was um, I had I had family come in for you know the, the two weeks I was home. I had uh, I had uh, some family from out of town come in, uh, and my aunt came in. She had two nieces, and we ended up watching um, Wednesday. And I started to her dance, and I was like, she she looks like a dead body flailing around the fucking floor. That's exactly what she looks like. It was not like. And she's like, oh, I choreographed it myself. It's like, bitch, you were just flailing, and the, the cameras were on. That's all that happened. They hooked her up to a car battery, and that was the result. That's pretty much what it looked like, in all honesty, you know? And, like, I remember, I remember them everybody going nuts about it, and I'm just like, it can't be that good. And then every, every fucking emo girl on goddamn TikTok was copying it. I was like, good for you. Good for you. Hey, Nick, I just thought of the ending to our actual coked-out Animals Avengers movie. What it is, is it's an animated feature, and at the end, it becomes live action. It's just a bunch of drug addicts on the street spazzing out as they're dying. It's their fucking death rattle. That's what all these movies have been. <laughs> we'll see. At least we have a definitive ending, unlike Marvel now. <laughs> well, you know, to tie things together, Marvel's going to have a definitive ending whether they want to or not, because uh, we dropped a video today earlier, and now it's you know out there, and people are watching it. Thank you, folks. But Bob Iger himself said, we're pulling, we're cutting production on Marvel and Star Wars. We're not putting out as much because Marvel's diluted their brand. His words, not our wishes, not our hopes. It's straight up the truth. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you remember, I think it was, I think after the first Avengers, we had, um, like, two shows and uh, something, and, and a couple other things as well that came out where we had to, like, watch the, watch the TV show to watch what's going to happen next and, like... It was too much then, and that was like I think phase two or whatever. And they're trying to do it. They're trying to do it again now, and it's just not working, and nobody wants it because they've. And it's 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 one of the things I hate to. I hate to say because I do love the superhero stuff, but they've oversaturated and killed it, and it's it's every and you know the general audience doesn't want it any or doesn't want it anymore because they're just they're over it. They want um, other things. They want um, they want like you know rated R stuff like John Wick and they want weird stuff like you know Cocaine Bear and Mission Impossible and things like that they want fun mindless action you know that's that's what they want they want fun movies superheroes have come off as kind of cheesy because they have all this damn forced humor it's like I get it but you gotta remember let's take it back to the beginning of the first phase of Marvel they weren't that funny of movies Iron Man no. was witty but it had it's serious dark moments yeah. they they weren't just like a laugh riot like they became after the first Avengers made all that money. 
that was the part that pissed me off. Yeah. And now everything's just like, oh, great, here's more fucking humor. Like, yeah, I'm here for comedies, but not in those types of movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, look, remembering, you know, Iron Man 1, it was quite serious and it was quite dramatic as well throughout the whole thing because, you know, the cave stuff and then him finding out that Obadiah Stane was, like, the one, you know, um, selling the weapons to the, you know, to the, to the bad guys. <clears throat> and he basically told him right there in the middle of everybody and he gets pissed off and, you know, the whole thing starts and how epic that was. Um... Yeah, man. The, yeah, and I I didn't know who the hell Iron Man was until I, well, I saw those movies, and I've, I'm a huge fan now. I fucking love uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man so much. He's great. I have always known Iron Man because I grew up as a comic book kid, but Iron Man was always a second tier character. Ooh. He had a terrible cartoon. The toys were okay. They were kind of shitty, even though they came from Toy Biz, the same people that made the X Men and the Spider Man toys. You could tell that the tooling budgets were clearly for X Men and Spider Man. They had better action features. They had realistic proportions. They had better yeah. apps of paint and all that stuff. Yeah. And then Iron Man was just always... He was a great character to play in Marvel vs. Capcom. Or he was a great character to play in other video games or, hypoth- or hypothesize, like, oh, maybe Iron Man could do this. Or even in the comic books, he was a good character before yeah. the and movies came out. But I now equate the premiere of it. Yeah, and I equate Iron Man 2 to almost like Beverly Hills Cop 2. It's a good movie. Because right, well, you have... Because... Okay, hear me out. You have mm-hmm. um, Scarlett Johansson come in, and she, you know, she's very sexy in that movie the entire time. You have the fight... You have the party with him in his suit, with him and him and Rhodes. Um, the whole thing with, with Hammer. Um, the whole thing at the, um, at, the, at the racetrack with the suitcase and the suit and everything was fucking epic. Even Elon Musk makes a fucking cameo. Oh, yeah. Um, um, just like all that stuff, man, was like so much fun, and like you know, in like you know what, uh, what, what, fucking, I forget the bad guy's name, but like what he said, you know, if you make God believe people, like you know, cease to believe in him, that whole thing. Oh, um, what's his face, Mickey Rourke's character? Mickey Rourke's character, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Want my board. Yeah, well, I want my board. Yeah, so, um, and then you know, him and Rhodes kind of working things out, getting back together. Um, Nick Fury forcing him to figure out what the whole thing was, and you know his dad talking to him basically in film and stuff. Like it was a really good, like it's it was a very it was a lot deeper than part one, and I really enjoyed it because he went through his past, is dealing with his dad, how he was, he's dealing with his relationship with with Pepper Potts, and just trying to get a hold on everything and trying to get things together, and you know he finally he 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 does it. He he in the end he he wins everything, you know, um, it was I'm- great. I'm glad you brought up the Pepper Potts thing. That's my favorite line in any Iron Man movie when he's drunk at his own birthday party. Pepper Potts, everyone. Pepper Potts. He tries to fucking DJ his birthday. Yeah. I love yeah. that scene. Yeah, because like him, DJ, him, him, drunk in his own suit with the helmet on is hilarious. Him and Rhodes fighting, it was, especially with, with the music they had, was so fucking epic. If you go back, Robot and- Rock. Yeah, yes, Robot Rock dude was so dead on with the especially with the name but with the with the sound and everything and them just like bashing each other in the walls and shit and then them doing the plasma hand and exploding the whole fucking house oh it was great so much fun um that's why i kind of equated to like you know it's as it's as good as as fun as Beverly Hills Cop 2 because you have you know you know it's just it they, they ramped it up to a good level you know they didn't go too far past one but it's still good yeah uh hold on okay cool my mic had dropped now it's back I agree with what you're saying, man. I, you know, going back, I I'm much kinder to Iron Man two than I am Iron Man three. That's the one I don't appreciate or enjoy. I, I love Shane Black. I think he's a good director, a good writer, a fine actor. 
But Iron Man three is. I'm. I just I, never need I, to watch it again. To, I have to. I have to. I have to say that I. I still like. I still. I know three is the lesser of the. Uh, I know three is lesser of the three. One hundred percent it is. But I still like it because once again he's dealing. He's. It's. It's gone deeper into the character. And he's dealing with what's happened with New York. He's having panic attacks. Doesn't know what's happening. His. He's. He's dreaming so much that his machines are like attacking him at night. You know, it's um, it's crazy. He has to he, he has to help the president and people falling from you know the, the Air Force One <laughs> to survive. Um, the whole thing with that guy with like the genetic stuff or whatever was very weird. Oh, extremis, extremis. Yeah, that was odd. I'll give it that. All but like, and then all the suits he has were still there. That was crazy. Um, that was fun. But uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I still, I still enjoy. It, but I, I know, I understand what you're saying. Like it's, um, it's, it's a less, it's a lesser of the movies for sure. Uh, you know, I have an Iron Man button, Nick. Should I go ahead and press it? It's oh, a brand God, new one for do. tonight. Please do. I am inevitable. Plumber, I'm here to fix your pipes. These will work, Dennis. These will work. Don't worry about it, and don't worry about anything. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I don't know why, but I saw something. I was like, that would work, and so it made me laugh. And that's all that's the reason fine. I made it. That's fine. <laughs> we have a new Scott Steiner button for later too, as well. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we have we have Bob Iger on the screen. What's what's going on with this guy? What's what's happened with him? So as I said earlier, he they need to cut back production on Marvel and Star Wars because he even mentioned Marvel saying they've diluted their brand. They have too much. They put out too much on TV, and it's really diluted the brand for what it represents. Same thing with Star Wars. How they need to pull it back. Now over the last couple of years, it's been sixteen productions, I believe that's the number that have been announced and not made. Good old Kathleen Kennedy, the woman who, I mean. I know you hear the rumors all the time about her getting fired. I don't think we've, I've never believed them. Have you? No, no. We always we always make fun of them uh, on the show. Like you know, oh, this, this, we heard this week that she's gonna get fired by Friday. She'll be she'll be gone. We always make that joke. So, yeah, um, I love how many videos we've made about her. Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch to the end of any of the videos where we talk about it, it goes, yeah, I don't believe this one. But well, because it has to be, it has to be. Okay, if 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 Deadline and Variety post it, then it's real. Then yeah. we'll know it's like actually a thing. It's happening. But well, here's the thing: if she gets fired, she'll get picked up by somebody else immediately. That's how she's it's too successful. I mean, she's got power; she can just start her own production company and fuck that one up too. Oh God! <laughs> I hope you know what I kind of hope she does, and then she like really falls in her face. She's like, "What? Well, what happened? I thought I thought I thought I knew what I was doing." It's like, God damn this. Is like- well, I mean, you know, to be fair, she did have a company. It was called Amblin with her husband and Steven Spielberg, and that was one of the greatest successes of all time. It's yeah. just like when she got involved with Lucasfilm, either she had an agenda or she didn't like George Lucas's beard or one of those things, and she's like, I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to change it into my image. And every every character is the same shit. It's small white woman with dark hair and a British accent, and they got to tell everybody that they don't need their hands held or they don't need to have a be told how to run it's the same shit in every story even phoebe waller bridge poob from the dial of destiny is the same type of character yeah that's it's why the, yeah that's why i didn't like her dial destiny she, she kept doing that shit i'm just like bitch calm down <laughs> just calm down like they're they like you're, you're you're in over your head very clearly just like let let, let let the let the old white dude like you know handle it for a minute you know just just shut up bitch 
It's like his name is in the title. Let's just watch the guy whose name is in the title. Yeah. Um, it was... Yeah. The best part of the movie was, was, was him getting euthanized in the beginning. Like, that was the best part of it. Yeah. And that wasn't even a great part. It was just the best part of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's... It was still it was it was still a letdown. Um, I, just, I I feel bad that I had to pay for a fucking ticket, man, and go watch it. Like that's that's the worst thing. I just spend money on it and actually go watch it. It was terrible. Well, I'm taking you, me, Kendo, and Dion to St. Elmo's to make up for that. So <laughs> that know, works. That prime that dinner works. of filet mignon and oh god, the shrimp cocktail. You cannot imagine how good it is, folks. That'll be on me, Nick. That'll be an apology for the emotional damage that you suffered through Indiana Jones 5, as well as a, hey, I haven't seen you guys in fucking years. Let's celebrate. Oh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> definitely. That's going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, the shrimp cocktail is always good. All, all this stuff, I mean, everything we've had there has been wonderful. So Maybe that Sabre Company is a good start, but we should become the official podcast of St. Elmo's. It's like, folks, if you're ever in Indianapolis, Indiana, and you want to drop a lot of money on some steak, go to St. Elmo's Steakhouse. It's delicious. No, it's worth it, man. I do love. I think I do love the last time we were there. We just walked in and got seats because there were people people clamoring in front, and they were pissed off because they had to because they had like a really long wait, like an hour wait. And um, you just walk in, and like you say that you you give the woman your name, and she's like, "All right, right this way," and we walk through, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" It's because I'm world class, baby. It was the most boss move ever, man. It was hilarious. Everyone's like, what's what's going on? Where do these guys get seated? It was hilarious. Well, when we roll in in the suits this time, they're definitely going to seat us right away. And everyone's going to be like, what the fuck is that? Maybe they'll give us the private room in the basement again. That was cool. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was weird, but it was fine, though. We still, you know, everything was, the food was great. It didn't matter. Yeah, I didn't know if we were going to be shanked or, like, given a burlesque show down there. But one of the two could have happened, and I was down for anything, man. As long as I was eating that good. Yeah, that's best for sure. The opposite of eating good is eating shit, and that's what Disney has been doing as of late. I mean, if we take a look at their biggest films that they put the most money into, they're not returning what they expect. Guardians of the Galaxy made money. We're not going to act like it didn't. We don't need to make up the numbers here. But... If you look at Ant-Man, Ant-Man was the biggest weekend-to-weekend drop in the history of the MCU. It was not a hit. Indiana Jones hasn't even made back the basic production money. Because remember, folks, it's two and a half times, at least sometimes it's more, to get the numbers to break even. Indiana Jones cost $300 million. It's made $255 million worldwide. Even if you do not adjust it for inflation, that movie has made less than every Indiana Jones movie just on the dollars. Like, straight up. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull brought in, like, 700 and something. Raiders of the Lost Ark brought in, like, 360 in 1981 dollars. I mean, like, come the fuck on. That's crazy that this movie, with so much money behind it, is that big of a failure. And that's why people do talk about Kathleen Kennedy, because if any other company had such a crappy return on investment, they'd get rid of people. Like, they got rid of the people of Bud Light after they said all that stupid shit. And, I mean, that beer's not even in the top ten anymore. It's not no yeah, longer well, the number one beer. It's just not even in the top ten. Like, Yeah. No, I, I love it. And, apparently, uh, uh, Ben and Jerry's might be on on, on that, on that on the, taking the same route as Bud Light very soon. So, Well, what do you expect when you put out some bullshit like that on the 4th of July? I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not Captain America. I'm not leaving a flag like Hulk Hogan. Oh, God. But dude, I'm that, not going to be fucking starting I remember, shit. I remember that fucking Captain America bullshit, too. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? It's, it's, 
and and I and, and you know I've I've seen I've seen the videos on TikTok and on Instagram of of, of people of people saying and and you know it, it irks me as somebody who's I, and I hate to fucking say this but I'm gonna do it anyways Jeff I'm sorry as a first generation immigrant um I've had the unfortunate um, experience of going back to India and seeing how it is and it's one of those things where it's like poverty ain't shit in America fucking trust me. And anybody who's like, oh, if there are too many American flags, you know, I feel uncomfortable. It's like, go fuck yourself. Go live in Canada. Go live in Mexico. Go live in Cuba. Get out. Get you know what? Leave the country and give give your house and your land back to the back to the Native Americans. Go do it, please. The less of you there are, the better it will be. The easier it the easier it will get around. The less traffic there will be. Just do it, please. And then and then when things aren't that good and you don't have that many rights and things are kind of shitty. Then, 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 fucking complain, and I, and it's one of those things where it's like, yes, I understand, like things are not ideal now, things are not good. I understand that things are out of whack, but this is this is America. This is an experiment. This is how things work. You know, if it's not going good, we have to correct. We have to come back to normal. We have to, you know, you know, get our equilibrium back, man. We can't just keep on this path. It's not going to work, and. I would, uh, and once again, I would honestly, and I would honestly rather live here than no, than no place else. Seriously, one hundred percent. Okay, anybody, and I hate, and I'll, and I hear this from a lot of people who have never left the country. It's like, oh, I, you know, I want to live somewhere else. America sucks. Like, please go, just leave. Okay, just cash, cash out your money, go live in Guam, and then, and then when you've been there for a week, tell me how you like it. Tell me how much you you know you you miss america okay because i it 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 rubs me the wrong way to no end people say that shit and i'm just like listen my family's come here my parents have come here um my aunts uncles nieces and nephews have all come here as well we're fine we're happy we're good and we've all grown and a lot of my friends and us have grown up in tennessee in the south we're still there all, our families and parents and uncles and aunts are still there it ain't that fucking bad okay Really, it isn't. You can see, yeah, yeah, I'll make fun of it about rednecks and this and the other. I'll do it all fucking day because I grew up there. But it's not that goddamn bad. It really isn't, okay? And once again, I'd rather live here than no, than no place else, all right? Because it's better, it's better than, 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 where, than where my family came from. It really is, okay? And it just, oh, God, it's, it, 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 it fucking kills me every time people say that shit, especially during July 4th. It really fucking does. Dude, that I agree with that, man. And that was well said. The audience is behind you, dude. Like seriously, people are like, "We need epic music behind Nick right now." <laughs> no, you, you you don't, man. It just it's it was one of those things where like you know towards you know towards the uh, towards July Fourth, um, you know I kept seeing that shit pop up on TikTok and Instagram. It just pissed me the fuck off. And I was like, if if you don't if you don't and, and it, all this is like fucking armchair activism. That's all it fucking is. And that sh- and that shit really pisses me off more than anything. It's like get up and do something get up off your fat fucking ass and go do something if not shut the hell up well it's that said, simple dude. it's that simple okay no and you know i i kind of i, I share a similar sentiment about a lot of the stuff you're saying and i just find it so such in bad taste it's like you're looking for attention around the holiday and it's like look I, when everyone's like, I don't want to celebrate this holiday i have no interest in it okay well lots of people do you don't need to hear they don't need your snarky take. It's like the same people who shit on Christmas or shit on any other holiday. It's like the contrarian asshole. We get it. You're unhappy. Go be miserable and shut up. I know your whole life is on Twitter, but, you know, 
other people are on Twitter too. You don't need to make everybody else miserable. Yeah, yeah, just be be miserable in your own fucking corner. <laughs> yeah, go to. Uh, is Threads popular, right? That's <laughs> Threads is Threads is pop. I do. You know what? I do love the dick measuring contest between Musk and Zuckerberg so goddamn much. Because here's the thing: this what's happening between them is is competition. Uh, you know, is like mark market competition, or whatever it's called. Like, it's that happening because as soon as the as soon as like Threads hit 100 million, fucking Elon or somebody from Twitter said, "Oh, we're gonna start uh, paying people with um the certain account or who want to get you know who want to become creators." Like, it's taken a couple weeks, but they put out that message, you know. And I love this because what's going to happen is people, the creators are going to win, and the people who are watching the creators are going to win. That's what's going to happen, okay? And anybody who's not part of that fight, who's not part of that thing, uh, may lose as well because with them constantly having, with them for, with them forcing change constantly and trying to improve and trying to get more attention, you know, we're going to win. So that's uh, that's what's gonna be. Uh, apparently, Threads doesn't allow not safe for work content like Twitter. Is that gonna be its death knell? Um, yeah, because I mean, you know, I mean, I follow I follow some some ladies of the evening on on Twitter. We'll say, and uh, they you know, they're prostitutes like... on Twitter. <laughs> sure, Jeff. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> You know, and uh, it's one of those things where it's like they're allowed to show like two minute long Everything. scenes of whatever they do of them horsing around, we'll say. Um, and uh, and, you know, that like that will never fly on Facebook, not even for a second. No, except hold on, though. The other day I was scrolling through my Facebook reels and one of the ads became hardcore porn. And I went, whoa, this is on Facebook. I was just like taken aback. I'm not even, I don't care. I'm not uptight about this shit. I'm just like, I didn't expect to see it here. I yeah, wonder exactly. who paid to make this happen. <laughs> yeah, and like how it, how it passed that, like, like the review process for like, you know, their ads and stuff. Because I know that they have some AI behind that that'll recognize shapes and colors and shit like that. And if it's a certain way, they'll, they, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll not let it go through. So <clears throat> I don't know. Somebody got, uh, somebody got behind, somebody got around it. Good for them. Do you think people would buy a shirt that said "Keep the tit in Twitter"? Because I feel like I would wear that. <laughs> Here's the thing: make the shirt, promote it on, on our Twitter, and tag Musk in it, and see what happens. <laughs> All right, let me write that down. I'm at the end of my journal, but I'll I'll get a new one. Yeah, because I I I want that shirt to I want that shirt to exist. Um, but I think I think if you tag him in it, maybe maybe he'll respond. Maybe he won't. Who knows? Um, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, maybe we could get an you know an exclusive deal. It's like, hey man, WCBS has been promoting you since Thud. Now it's time to get some of that sweet, sweet advertising money. We just need one percent overall. We're not jealous. We're not. God, we don't men. even need one percent. Give us half a percent. Fuck. I was shooting for one, man. Come on, that's gonna be life changing money. That's true. We can buy Dion all the white women he needs. God, I, still remember, I still remember that fucking that fucking New Orleans trip. The what? The New Orleans trip. We got white women. You know, folks, we'll never be able to film oh, some of our God. greatest moments because we're busy living them. But one day we'll give you a dramatic reenactment of Dion in New Orleans. We'll go to Bourbon Street. Oh, we'll God. have him run away from a horse. That's will be one of our shorts, dude. It'll be like a fucking fever dream. He wakes up. He's getting chased by horses. He's being enticed by white women. And, you know. 
He's a good friend. That's why we control him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, man. But Bob Iger is just all over the news, too, because, you know, Disney parks aren't doing too hot right now. They're kind of empty. Yeah. People yeah. are just... I understand that the economy is what it is, but... By that same accord, I see people dropping money left and right. Like, we'll go out to this burger week, right? Mm-hmm. There are tons of people at every restaurant, every night of the week. When I uh, am walking, because I do these walks, this one restaurant is jam-packed every single day. Stores are sold out of shit. People are buying well, stuff left and right. Like, I don't, I mean, I know there are issues, but I'm just seeing everybody around me consume more than ever. Well, I mean, and you know, like... Well, it's like, you know, there are, there are food festivals here in Atlanta, too, and I think there are lines out the door for that as well. But, I like, it's one of those things where, like, food festivals are food festivals everybody loves to eat. Um, but going to Disney is, like, a, it's for, for some people, and I have things I've heard as well, it's, like, it's a fucking chore. And the money you, you, you spend there um, is ridiculous. Um, one of the things, I was watching some video where they had new rules for the park. Like, apparently, if you have a bad attitude, depending on what that means, you can be kicked out. If your what? shirt is if you if your shirt is offensive in some way, you can be kicked you can be kicked out. Apparently, also with the hotel rooms now, there's no longer do not enter. There's like a room occupied thing you put on the door, and apparently a, a quote unquote cast member has to enter the has, has, has to enter every room within a 24 hour period to make sure everything's okay. That serious? Serious, 100 percent serious. I'm not kidding. Well, I was never going to go to Disney, but I'm, that's bullshit, man. That's invasion of privacy. Like, I don't really need to be checked up on by a guy in a Mickey Mouse suit. Apparently, they had some issue at some other hotel, and they're trying to make sure it doesn't happen at this at any of their at any of their at any of their places as well. So, yeah. But I mean, they nickel and dime the fuck out of you. Apparently, like years ago, or maybe a long time ago, parking was free. Now it's now it's paid. Um, and even then, like the bullshit with the fucking tickets. If you buy a ticket for the day. You have to buy another ticket for, like, other shit, too. It's so fucking backwards. You the know? thing I miss about living out west was California Universal Theme Park. And that was, you buy the ticket, and you're into everything. By the, the way... kind of pricey, but it was By good. the way, just so you know, Hor- Halloween Horror Nights just announced a Stranger Things um, attraction. Don't say that when I don't live out there anymore. <laughs> but you live on... But you, you, dude, Florida's a flight away, man. I'm just saying. We can meet up down there. I'm just saying. Well, fuck, if you're going to go, you know I'm going to go, and then we'll <laughs> we'll stream it for the channel, we'll give the guys an exclusive one-hour preview of Halloween Horror Nights, we'll test the food, we'll drink the drinks, and then we'll be too uh, drunk to, to live stream anymore, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you if you want to figure out some dates for it, I mean, I'm down, I'm 100% down to go. We can figure it out, we can meet up, we can do whatever, and make it into a thing. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Once again, if you want to, if you want to, you know, figure it out, man. Yeah, I'll, we, we'll we'll make sure we, we're down at the same time and stuff, and you know, we'll yeah, we'll do it up, folks. If you want that to happen, press one in the chat. I mean, I'm gonna make the decision myself, no matter what. It's gonna lean towards yeah. Why not? But well, because uh, okay, 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 here, okay, here, okay, here's okay, here, here's the other option. I come up to you and we do um, Kings Island. That's the other option. Well, here's the thing. While I enjoy Kings Island and I have a pass. It's only going to be a few hours of fun. Halloween Horror Nights would be a lot better. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Because I went to Kings Island on the 4th of July to watch fireworks and ride roller coasters. And I had fun. I drank a, I drank some retarded drink. It was great, but, you know, <laughs> it wasn't enough. But just across the board, it's so... 
I don't want to say it's it makes me happy, but I'm not surprised that Disney is having these problems because it's been so long of them pissing on a certain demographic of people, and now that the other demographic of people can't afford to go or don't want to go or it's not cool to go to Disney anymore, well, what are you going to do? I'm not saying they're going to go out of business anytime soon, but every piece of news that comes out, including Bob Iger's contract and your renewal till 2026, that's bad news. Because this is the guy that got the company in the position that uh, they're in currently. This isn't the guy that's going to save everything. I know Bob Chapek was an idiot about a lot of stuff. But Bob Iger, he's not innocent either. There's a lot of people that have made the uh, shit Sunday that is the current Walt Disney Company. And this mass expansion to buy up everything and then alter properties to make it appeal to girls more, that was stupid. You should have stuck with your Disney princesses and your behind-the-scenes bullshit and left it alone. Do not try to take over the world because it's not going to work out in your favor. No, and it was funny because they were trying to move people from uh, California to Florida, and then they kind of fucked themselves with, uh, you know, <laughs> poking the bear that is the government, you know, with uh, with the Sanders and stuff like that. Even though I'm sure that you know that was all fake or whatever the hell that is, I don't understand the all that bullshit. But at least you know it was it looked bad on them, and uh, you know it's just constant uh constant shit there's a there's one woman i uh, i i know who has a podcast i need to listen to it she does like she does two or three episodes on the on debts in the park on on rides in disney Ooh, yeah um i may listen to that and report back on on that and you know once again promote that podcast because she did the investigative work for it so but i'll find out more um and you know Report back on one of these shows and figure out uh, what 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 the damage is because apparently some of the fucking some of the stuff's real bad. Some of it's real real bad. Man, what a way to go out on Space Mountain, and we're not talking about Ric Flair either. No, that yeah, that's um th- that happened. Apparently, there was one thing where like one of the like a boat came in real fast in the dock, and one guy tied up one of the things to um uh you know one the one one of the anchor ropes to the dock, and it. And it couldn't handle the stress, and it whipped around and, like, killed three people real quick. Oh, like Ghost Ship? Yeah, like Ghost Ship. Um, oh, no. And apparently, like, you know, they, they had execs come out to that dock, but but what happened was that the, the execs were in a room for four hours because uh, cast members, quote-unquote, were cleaning up. Like the corpses? Yeah. That's a job for the police or the paramedics or whoever comes and cleans up bodies, not... Not the college kids they employ for, you know, a buck twenty-five an hour. I don't know. It, the, 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 that's what I heard, but I think the scene was clean, and then they came up, came by to look at it. That's what happened. So, oh my god, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, once again, I listened to the episodes and get some more detailed information about um, how many and how frequent and what the procedures are if they, if there are any for those kind of accidents. So, but just so you know, Disney does fucking pay out a lot for that. <laughs> Maybe we can make up a fake person and claim they got killed in the park, and we can clean up and make an extra twelve million dollars. It's like this was my fucking well, no, 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 uncle. not not, got not, not 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 twelve, more like thirty. Okay, and we'll split that four ways because okay, we'll split it two ways. Dion and Kendo couldn't make it, so that's our that's our <laughs> suffering money. We'll we'll give them a cut and we'll take them on a nice trip to we'll Universal their, we'll, or something. We'll make sure we'll make sure their kids' college is completely paid for. We'll do that. We'll do that. Yeah, it's like D two and uh, Kendo Junior. You're covered for life. Yeah, they their school's covered. We, we'll, we'll do that for him. 
<laughs> whatever college I go to, covered. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Except RISD. I'm not paying for anyone to go to the Rhode Island School of Design. That <laughs> that Todd, he didn't do too good from there. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Def, you are my bitch lover. I need to watch Wedding Crashers. It's been way too long. It's such a fun movie. Oh, yeah. But, folks... We want to know what you think more about this Disney stuff. Like I said, we have videos about the topic. It keeps changing. It's very, it's a very interesting time to be following this stuff because you have guys like WDW Pro, Valiant Renegade, ourselves, other YouTubers covering this decline of the most massive uh, entertainment juggernaut in history. It's in record time. Back when we started this channel, Disney seemed bulletproof. Everything they said, everyone bought up and drank up. We didn't because we were like, what the hell is this Star Wars movie? How do you call it Star Wars? And then, after years and years of crap, the world has changed, and now Disney is in this place. And I know, other companies have suffered problems. Disney's been down and out before, but they came back somehow. I'm not saying it's not possible, but this is a very interesting development and it keeps getting more and more interesting, especially as you have people arguing for more pay for writers and now Bob Iger gets, you know, 50, 75 million dollars for his contract. Like, what does this guy actually do? And can you get, why don't you get a college intern to do his job for, I don't know, a fraction of a percent and see how good they'll do? Because I'm sure it's so much schmoozing and bullshit that Bob Iger has to do, and he gets other people to do the hard grunt work. Get somebody else to do it. Hire, hire you, Nick. I think you could run Disney. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, give me one, give me one tenth of his pay. I'll take that. I'm sure. I'm sure I can still live off of that. It'll be fine. And uh, yeah, I'll turn. I'll, I'll, I'll turn Disney around real fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, you'll be making schlock pictures like you wouldn't believe. I mean, Touchstone <laughs> Pictures would be the number one production house in the world. Oh my God, jeez. Oh, I mean, it's it, it's one of those things where like it's not difficult to do. And I once again, I remember the 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 interview we did with one of the people we had uh, who worked at Lucasfilm, and he said there's a there was a massive massive difference from George to Kathleen Kennedy because he said with George, like everybody was talking and like there were there was like a pool of ideas, like ideas were flowing call all the time. And, you know, you could open the door and like talk to George or anybody else and like say, you know, say your idea. And it was it was welcome. And then when she when she got involved, like everything was like locked down. So, I mean, the fact that ideas can't flow and people can't talk and communicate and there can't there can't be dialogue um, with creators, because that's how that's how people create are like you they have to talk and talk through ideas and figure things out and you know kind of like carve out the idea mentally until they get something that's you know what they want look at us i mean we've come up with bullshit crazy ideas on this show we talk it out and we turn it into oh, something yeah. and have fun with it you oh, can't yeah. we couldn't just like you know lock ourselves off from each other and go yeah this is what we're doing and then it's gonna make sense no you gotta live through it you gotta work through it the creative process is so fun and beautiful i don't understand how the independent scene, which we're a part of, is so like what do what part of their soul do these people lose once they make it to the top? Like what happens when they go and start working for these companies? Well, I do mean, they, it's to sell their souls. Is that what happens? I don't think it's selling their souls. I think it's one of those things where it's like, and you know, I think you and I have when we, we, we experience as being creative. It's like it's tough to be creative and get paid for it. It's very tough to do that, and so you do the thing to where you can live. And then you get kind of good at that thing to where, you know, you're just living and working the nine to five and trying to create stuff just to kind of pay the bills. And then you're like, oh, it's paying the bills and I'm doing okay and I'm getting better. It's fine. And then it just becomes a thing of like survival and trying to make enough money to maybe, you know, buy property, buy a house or whatever and become sustainable and, you know, get that. And then 
because then to do the creative thing or the thing you want to do takes time, effort, and money, and you don't have either of those because you're working the, the job. So I think it's not really selling the soul. It's like prioritizing, you know, like survival and that need to, you know, to be okay, to be sustained up, to be to have to have like sustainability in your in, in finances to, you know, be okay. And so you you go with that as opposed to you know taking the risk on your idea and flushing it out and making it into something. Well said. Yeah. It's like it's not like you're a filmmaker or anything. Isn't it? <laughs> An award-winning yeah. filmmaker, Mr. Oh, Grinder over here. Oh, well, Grinder Award. I don't want to get you mistaken for the Grinder app. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Look, I yeah. want to help. We're going to make a film that's going to win us an AVN. We're going to do a um a Wuthering Heights porno. Is that Emily Bronte? We're going to do high porno. art. We're going to teach these girls how to actually act. We're going to get oh, them. We're going to be like the fucking guy in uh Showgirls. You know the pelvis thrust guy? Yeah. We're just going to be like yelling at these girls, "Emote, emote, emote." I can't cry. You'll fucking cry on command like, you know, oh, scare these god. women. <laughs> oh my god I w- that would be that would be fucking hilarious um and it's one of those things where i mean you can you can um hi you, you if, if you go through their agency you can hire them for you know cameos and stuff in these horror movies i've seen a couple people do it you know and it's you know you you, you get mixed you get mixed stuff with that because some of them will promote it some of them won't you know so it's like you know what are you gonna do so I, I I I would like to avoid hiring porn stars for our first feature. Maybe our like tenth. <laughs> I want to pull like a Piranha Three Double D. No, sorry, just regular Three D. Where all of a sudden Gianna Michaels comes in on a parachute, and you're like, I know those. Oh tits. my yeah, dude. Here she dude, comes. That was dude. And that movie was was well, and then and then, you, and then you had another girl who was also a porn star, like it was with uh, Jerry O'Connell in that in on the boat. Um, that movie was like they knew exactly their audience. They knew exactly what they were doing. You even had Richard Dreyfuss in the beginning with the song from the boat, like as he was fucking dying. Yeah, it was like that movie was so like knew what he, who it was and who the audience was immediately. You had tits, you had violence, you had gore, you had the three element. It was like it was so. It was I think that's I think that was the pinnacle of three D that movie, and then it just dived. <laughs> yeah, the sequel's dog shit, but you're right. The first yeah. Piranha three D. Chef's kiss of schlock. Oh, one hundred percent, man, one hundred percent schlock, and it was it was it was glorious schlock. Um, and anybody who saw it in the theater with 3D, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. It was a it was a wonderful experience. Um, I wish I wish that were around now to where it was a little bit more accessible to like the um, uh, the dine-in theater, you know, so you could like drink and have a good time with that too. Now, before we uh, read this super message from our friend Monster Zero One. Say hello to the one, the only, the angry, baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages. They can keep me from you as much as they can, but Uncle Dion's always coming in in the end, baby. Unless you're in a movie studio. In that case, I'm going on fucking strike. <laughs> <laughs> Dion, how long do you think the strike's gonna last? At least until Christmas? Ah, uh, dude, listen. Uh I would say okay, so if this happened before Mission Impossible came out, I'd say yeah, till Christmas. Now that M I was this MI seven came out. Yeah, it was good too, man. You gotta on, see it. All these failures. 
I wouldn't be surprised if this shit lasts till Valentine's Day. All right, folks, that's Dion's bet. Is If you're going to go further than Valentine's Day, press 2. If you're going to say earlier than Valentine's Day, press 1. Uh, we're going to give you a moment to uh, get your messages typed in. But Monster Zero One says, A carry rhino button is the one thing that will always put a smile on my face. Well, you'll get that in just a minute, my friend. Hail to the WCBS crew in the chat. Looking forward to Wokebusters. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm enjoying working on it. Uh, this week I've been busy with a lot of channel stuff. But uh, we're two pages in, we'll finish this act, we'll be on to the next, and it'll be out to you at the end of this year. I have a full-size banner, Nick saw it today. It's bigger than I am, and I'm not a short man whatsoever. But we have a giant <laughs> Wokebusters banner to take to Horror Hound now, and I'm going to be taking that to promote this Dude, book. we're going to have to steal a fucking luggage cart again with, like, the banner, and the cooler, and the beer, and the giant-ass speaker, and all the other bullshit we have. It's going to be, it's gonna, it's gonna be ridiculous. I can't fucking wait. Folks, it's August 18th through the 21st. WCBS is a party. Yeah, we can talk about geek culture. Yeah, we can have those enlightened discussions. We're not a bunch of assholes on the internet that don't know what we're talking about. We're all the things that you want us to be and more. But we're also a good time. Just because a guy reads some comics doesn't mean he can't start some shit. If you know what movie that's from, type it in the chat right now. And we definitely are those types of guys. Uh, finally, Monster Zero One says, I want to slime my toaster and make it dance. Oh, well, don't worry, uh, Monster Hunter, or Monster Zero One. You might have got some Wokebuster slime. We'll have limited quantities available. Of that I mean, what, what, whatever you do to your toaster and your, in, your, in the privacy of your own home is you know, is up to you, buddy. You know, just yeah, just saying. make sure it's unplugged because... <laughs> just make sure it's unplugged. <laughs> that will trample through your dick. <laughs> Don't let it trample through your dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's our line in battle. Don't let it trample through your dick, bro. I won't. I won't. We got Bootsy. That works. Hey, that, that works if you're peeing up the Amazon River too, because you know they give those little fish that'll you know. Well, Dion, yeah. All they found was a trail of pee and a pair of Adidas. That was it. <laughs> no. Let's give our friend Monster Zero one the smile. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Hey, Dion, remember to bring your suit for uh, Saturday, okay? Are we, are we actually doing that? We're yeah, suit Saturday, it's, bro. It's, I got, it's, it's, we got reservations at St. Elmo's. We have yeah, to go. We have yeah. to look fly. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely goddamn yeah. yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be the only guys at the horror convention in suits. Look, Nick, we're, we're at the horror convention, but we're not <laughs> at the horror convention, you know? <laughs> I just, you know, it's fine. It's I, I think, I think it's a great. I th honestly, I, I honestly think it's a great idea because, uh, you know, I'm used to wearing my fucking black horror movie shirt, and I'd have to dress up. It's I, I prefer it. It's fine. That's why you're drawn in the same outfit in both Wokebusters <laughs> and Stealing Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I have a black shirt under, underneath my jumpsuit? Is that what you're saying? Well, we all wear black shirts underneath the jumpsuits, but there's a scene in Wokebusters when we first arrive in Portland. It's like the first time all four of us are actually together. And I have us dressed in our final costumes from uh, Stealing Solo. It's just like a weird callback. Like, if you read the first book, you're going to get it. If not, you're just going to be like, all right, they're wearing whatever clothing. But no, uh, I just thought that was a fun little throwback to that book. So anybody that goes and buys both will go, oh, aha. It's like three pages worth of whatever, but... I'm always working. See, folks, that's what took me so much time. Yes, to draw the clothing. No, 
every page is laid out just right. All the jokes are visual. They're written as well. You can't rush it. Like I always quote Shigeru Miyamoto. A, a delayed game is only delayed for a short period of time, but a bad game is forever. And the same goes for comics. Once it's in print, it's what it is. I'm not going to be able to release some DLC to update the story or the art. No, I'm doing it right. It's, a, it's an epic. You'll love it once it's there. And believe me, we'll be doing a whole lot more. So thank you to everyone who's backed Wokebusters. It's been an exciting venture. And wait till it comes out. It's going to be an even more exciting venture. Uh, so where were we at? We pressed the button for our friend Monster Zero One. We've covered some Bob Iger stuff. Uh, they're they're shutting down. They're uh, slowing down production on Star Wars. Have you guys seen the Ahsoka trailer? If so, what did you think? I know we'll be reading a super chat about it in a moment, but I wasn't pumped about that trailer, man. I did. I did. I, I mean, <sighs> looking at it objectively, it's a it's an okay trailer. You know, it it. it you know, Lucasfilm is very clearly the place where they're just hitting all the notes for whether it be a trailer or a teaser or a featurette, you know, press junket. They just hit the fucking notes, which is, if you're not Disney, that's fine. You know, but Ahsoka, there's nothing, you know, obviously it leans very heavily on the Thrawn thing. Um, and then obviously there's, it's very Lucasfilm, whereas, hey, there's Ahsoka and oh, there's also the apprentice that she had, who's in it, who like we don't know. You know, her her and Ahsoka fell out, and then they have to name drop Anakin. You know, it's it's a very hey, remember that this is Star Wars. Here are the pieces that remind you of Star Wars. We don't have a lot of work to put in, which is not the worst thing in the world. But if you're Disney, that's not the trailer that you want to release for your next big show. It's a very by the numbers trailer. It's all right. It's I, I I will dare to say that I like the trailer, but knowing what we know with 2020 being hindsight, it is a very blah generic trailer that does not live up to the the hype that they wanted after Mandalorian. Well said. I you know going into this one, it felt like Rebels, the live action fifth season. And I've yep. never watched Rebels. This is the first Star Wars thing that I have the disconnect from where I go, I know these characters, I know their design, I know who they're supposed to be, but I don't know their story. And I don't care because that was the first one. I tried to watch the very first episode because James Earl Jones, I believe, voiced Darth Vader in one of them. And it just couldn't hook me. It was too kiddified. And I sat through the Clone Wars and I understand the age group that this is for. But that age group that is now 10 years older... I don't believe they're going to be paying for Disney Plus for this. In Star Wars and you see these streaming things are for older generations and older audiences. And I don't think they have the right blend for this. If you pay close attention to everything they've put out before, Mandalorian takes place in the old trilogy window. It's a couple years after Return of the Jedi. So there's still going to be stormtroopers and identifiable marks and spaceships and suits and everyone's going to be on board. And there's a baby Yoda. You get to Andor. While it takes place before A New Hope, it's still set in that era where people, oh, TIE Fighters and X-Wings, oh my, all of that shit. And then you you bring it into the book of Boba Fett, and you have Boba Fett, which is it used to be a lot of people's favorite character. And Obi-Wan was the blend of the prequels, which the prequels have been around for so long, it's a much different story. But I do think going to the Rebels territory is going to confuse a lot of people. And now, Dion, you're a big EU guy. You love the books. Is this how you imagine them to do Thrawn? I never thought they'd do Thrawn this way. I thought we'd actually get to see a better adaptation of it. 
Yeah, th- this is definitely not how I saw Thrawn. You know, um, being and, and to wrap in the early part of your point, you know, being an older fan who also was into the EU, and I'd be very interested for any other EU fans to 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 to, to pipe in here in the comments. But this isn't this isn't the same Thrawn. It's it's it is a a Membersberry moment where it's like, hey. You know who Thrawn is. We know who Thrawn is. But in this show, we don't have the backdrop to to story wise show who Thrawn is. So I will I I will admit, you know, seeing Thrawn live action was exciting. But reading the books and oh my god, for those of you who have not read the Grand Admiral Thrawn trilogy, read it. Um, I think it's Timothy Zahn that did that yep. did those books. So definitely read them. Um, the books, he's a much bigger badass than what the trailer releases. Obviously, the show hasn't come out yet. We'll see what they do in the show. But for him, the, the, in the trailer, Thrawn is a MacGuffin. He's not a character yet. So we're you know this is to bring back the the Empire, and uh, I'm looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Blah 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 blah. It's just a dude. So they're trying to play both sides. They're trying to get EU fans to say, hey, I know that guy. And at the same time, with very little fanfare, they're trying to get the fans of the sequel era to be like, hey, this Thrawn guy is a big deal. Right? And the trailer on that part, the second part, whiffs wildly. Because there is no context for who Animal Thrawn is in this series so the trailer i'm looking for grand animal throne blah, 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 they show him walking it's like who the fuck is this guy you know eu fans know who he is but the e fan eu fans know who he is based on a part of the fucking franchise you specifically said in 2015 and 2014 we're not using so either it's gonna a be that grand animal throne and it's gonna be awesome and save the series or B, it's not. And it's Lucasfilm 2020's Grandma Thrawn, which most likely means he sucks ass. Because no matter what anyone says, the thing that has sucked in all of the sequel era is the villains. Oh, yeah. We didn't get the Huts in Boba Fett. Bo-Katan is kind of a bad guy, kind of, but she just wants the Darksaber. You had, um, uh, what's his name? The other uh, Imperial officer who got caught at the end of Mandalorian Season 2. Then you have Darth Maul was teased at the end of Solo, even after he ridiculously activates his lightsaber during a fucking phone call. We haven't seen him since. Don't you answer your uh, phone call with a weapon in hand just to be safe? At, yeah. Well, actually, fun fact about Uncle Dion is every time Jeff and I have a phone call, I tur- I activate my lightsaber. So there, there's that. Uh, but just to so, be safe, you never know what I could be saying to you next. Exactly. You never know. I just need my trusty old faithful lightsaber uh, to emphasize my point, even though that Jeff can't uh, see me unless it's a video call. Uh, but. We never saw the mall again. And then, um, oh yeah, the Emperor was haphazardly thrown into the Rise of Skywalker. 
um, what's his name? The clone was killed in the last Jedi in the second movie that he was in. We had Kylo Ren, but he got his ass beat in the first movie that he was in. So villains aren't the thing. So seeing Grand Admiral Thrawn now simply, and and, then obviously they rehashed Darth Vader, which, you know, I'll give it to him. You know, he was still kind of cool in Obi-Wan, but that's because it's Darth fucking Vader. And then he was cool in Rogue Squadron. Or not Rogue Squadron. I wish we had a Rogue Squadron. Rogue One. That is awesome. It's, yeah, thank you, Pickled Snoke. So the the villains in the sequel era have absolutely sucked unless they're from the original trilogy. So to see Grand Admiral Thrawn, knowing that they said early on they didn't want to follow the books, but now they're going to follow the books, I have no fucking faith. But because Rosario Dawson is still Rosario Dawson every day, I'm going to mm-hmm. check it out. But Grand, as an EU fan, I am fucking terrified. She's something special, that Rosario Dawson. That Rosario Dawson is something special. Mm-hmm. So juicy. Anyway, I digress. Um, her version of Ahsoka is a little too dry, though, for me. I'm, I'm used to the cartoon version where she's a little more peppy. And now she's just kind of like, I'm wise. And I'm, you know, I'm just like, could you make a couple jokes? I hope I don't fall asleep watching you act. That's all I'll say. I don't want to get too angry or act like I hate her all of a sudden because... She's one of the few actresses that I consider, like, legitimately cool. And I'm like, all right, let's see what you got next. Even your bad stuff is pretty entertaining. Like, Sin City 2. Pretty sure she's in that one. She was entertaining there. Eva Green looked great in that movie. She, Eva Green, it's very hard to make Eva Green not look great. But, you know, know, Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka is very much, I'm an actress, and I'm going to be serious. I'm going to walk around with a shawl on the entire time. And it's like, okay, so the makeup looks good, but she's very much, his name's Grogu. And she the entire fucking time in The Mandalorian, which annoyed me about that shit, she's just in the background with a fucking Jedi hood on. I'm like, okay. And then it's like, oh, well, my last master didn't get to train, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, and then in the trailer, it's the same thing. So all, don't get me wrong. I love Rosario Dawson, but Ahsoka, her Ahsoka has been the exact same every time we've seen her on screen, the entire fucking time. She hasn't really said anything. She's wearing a Jedi cloak the entire fucking time. And she's sitting down. That's the other thing. She's sitting in the background the entire fucking time. So all throughout the Mandalorian, she's watching Grogu train. Oh, well, he's blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, so outside of the fight scene where she's looking for Thrawn, we're just, she's just here to remind us that Ahsoka's a thing in this universe. And here comes this show where she's still looking for Admiral Thrawn, but I don't know why. And we know that she fails because the First Order becomes a thing. So even if this show is awesome, why the fuck should I care? Did you hear the the possible spoiler? Like we always tell you folks, take every spoiler with a grain of salt. But there's a rumor that Princess Leia is going to be in this show. Yeah. But again, who cares? <laughs> because we know that... They lose. So the Twitter mob 
can say whatever they want. They can be very fucking excited. But number one, it's building off the original trilogy again because they say Empire, not New Order. And two, why do we care? Because we know the Jedi get wiped out anyway. We know the New Republic fucking loses. And we know the bad guys are going to be there for episode fucking seven. So again, even if this show is awesome, hey, Lucasfilm, why should I give a shit? Spoiler alert, I shouldn't because the next villain that we get is some redheaded English asshole who is the spy. And then we get (laughs) Kylo Ren who's upset about everything. So even if Princess Leia's in it, it doesn't matter. Well, I I feel the same way. It's not going to get me excited uh, to watch this show whatsoever. We'll review it for the channel because. And that's as exciting as we can be about it. (laughs) At least we're honest with you folks about it. We're not going to go, it looks like a great show and it's going to be awesome. It's going to blow the doors off the Star Wars franchise and save it and return it to its former glory. No, it's not. (laughs) You know it's not. And it's not you. This is one of those times with the Disney shit where it's like, it's not the people. It's legitimately the product. It's something off about it every time. And hey, I'm not here to talk down to anybody about that shit. Just look in the mirror and realize you're not the problem. They are. I'm not the problem. Say it with me, folks. I'm not the problem. (laughs) I'm not the problem. (laughs) That's going to be another t-shirt of ours. I'm not the problem. Yep. People are like, what does it even mean? (laughs) Don't worry. You're not the problem. Yeah, the idea means you're not the problem. That's all it means. Yeah. Oh. Now... Um, I don't really have much else to say about Ahsoka. It's been an interesting week, like I said. There wasn't a ton of uh, entertainment news. There wasn't a ton of stuff to talk about. And then it all kind of hit with like a ton of bricks today with Bob Iger, how he's just full of shit, and how we have Star Wars and Marvel that are going to be put on the back burner. I want to ask you guys this question, though. With all the news of them tempering their outputs, do you think this will affect the lead up to that new Avengers movie that's got pushed back by, that was pushed back by another year? Excuse me. Because... We're going to have, you know, nothing come out in that window of time. And then we're possibly going to have, well, we have strikes now. Other things could fall apart. They'll they'll lower the production. Like, could this just kill the MCU by mistake? Or do you think this is just going to be a response to all the crap they've been making? Um, I, I won't go so far as to say it'll kill the MCU. You, are you talking specifically Star Wars not being good or the writer's strike? No, what I'm okay. Let me rephrase that question because it was very long and drawn out. What I'm saying is, do you think that Marvel's production being cut back will affect this push for the Avengers movie that they have coming out in like three years, like whatever it's called, Kang War or the whatever the Secret Wars and something else? Do you think all of these things, these announcements today, are going to affect what Disney was banking on with the Avengers? Absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, it's 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 not going to kill the MCU, but. Uh, Today, in total, not 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 just um, the Iger news, but in total in terms of Hollywood as a living, breathing entity, you know, this is a reminder on top of what the fans, our fans have been hearing from us since the beginning of the show, that it is still 
very much an us and them thing. So it's not going to kill the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it damn sure is going to affect it. You, we, we now live in a world where above everything else, we now know specifically with Disney properties, they're full of shit. No matter what, no matter how you cut it, everyone, everyone, whether you were pro Disney or against Disney, whether you were, you know, pro Star Wars and pro Daisy and pro Kathleen Kennedy and pro Baba, especially if you were pro Bob Iger, everyone in that camp knows today when, 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 Shit, you could even say it was up until the point where Fran Dresser was up there dropping fucking mic bombs. Oh, I saw they that lied to you. <laughs> they lied to you. Yeah, they lied to you. 100%. They fucking lied to you. All that bullshit, whether it was Star Wars, whether it was MCU, all of that was bullshit. So it's going to affect the upcoming Avengers timeline because... Not only do we know that they kind of don't have the most faith in everything, at the very least they weren't ready, with everything going on, they bleed, baby. They fucking bleed. And it is not sunshine and rainbows. It is not this uh, this unbelievable belief in the property. They don't believe in Star Wars that much. Obviously, High Council's fucking dead. The Grey Jedi thing is dead. This uh, Ryan Johnson sequel trilogy is dead, or not sequel trilogy, but his trilogy is fucking dead. My heart is so broken. I say what? My heart is so broken over that news. I know. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna gonna sleep with my Saturn Award tonight, but (laughs) even with Marvel, it got pushed out. (laughs) They weren't ready. They the, the 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 French, you know, whether it was worry about the fans or worry about them getting it done on time. Marvel was not ready. And with everything going on, especially this Bob Iger shit, come to find out this motherfucker's getting 25 million fucking dollars or whatnot after coming back. Yeah. It's going to affect the rollout. They may change the movie. Whatever's not filmed may fucking change, especially now that we know they don't want to fucking pay people And two, the shit wasn't ready. Because it got put, even even if you pretend this strike shit doesn't affect it, it wasn't to the point where they wanted to stick with the original fucking release dates. So, yeah, this is going to affect, it ain't going to kill it, but we're definitely going to see, maybe not a total tonal shape, uh, uh, ch- uh, change, but we're going to see something different, because it sure as shit ain't going to be what Twitter wants to see, that's for damn sure. I just want to see how Hollywood spins it, how they're going to be like, oh, this was what it was always meant to be. Or, oh, you understand how hard things are? No, it's not. You guys just don't want to pay people. And I'm not even talking about the writers. They don't want to pay for good quality special effects. These people bid on these contracts, and they get the short end of the stick. Nikki sent us that uh, Instagram post from that guy that's like, why don't the movies look good? Because they don't care. They're just there to appease the stockholders so enough people go see the movie so they can make money. They don't care if it looks good or not. They care if it looks good enough for you to go. Well, yeah, and, and and there's a thing now to where, like, they want background characters yep. scanned or something for AI so they can yep. use them later on or something. As I heard that, yep. too, and I was like, dude, they're really, they're really, and, and here's, here's the thing, here's the thing that scares me about that is, like, <clears throat> the two companies, I think, that have the, the most money is Amazon and, and Dis- Amazon and Apple. 
and they have the ability to do this right now. They have the means, the motivation, and the and the fucking money, and they could be the ones doing this behind the scenes. And once like the VOD wars and these studios go to shit, they might start buying them up. And there's going to be a war between Amazon and Apple to buy up these studios, and they may be the ones left in the wake who like you have you have a VOD choice. Either you pay two hundred bucks a year for one or two hundred bucks a year for the other, and that's how it's probably going to be. Will all of this be included in my Prime membership? Because I want Amazon to win if that's the case. <laughs> uh, yeah, Prime. Yeah, Prime's going to be like five hundred bucks a year or some shit like that. Watch, it'll be it'll be ridiculous. It's it's really. I I actually quit my Prime recently because it was like one hundred and forty dollars. I was like, I barely use it. I don't order enough for it to be a thing, so it's fine. Um, but it was yeah. I mean, it's 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 weird. And I think that's how, that's how it's going to end. You're going to have these two companies, and they're going to be the ones who uh, who hold it all because they're the ones with the with the money right now. Uh, yeah, I was reading something today about when we're talking about Disney, how they're hoping that because Apple has their augmented reality that they buy Disney so they can basically use it to help bolster their augmented reality product, having all the Disney back catalog in it. You yeah, go to but the theme parks and do all this stuff. Yeah, but then but then you're 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 back at the the thing with the hotel again, where it's like you know three thousand dollars a night, bitch. Where right. that 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 headset is like thirty five hundred bucks for the fucking headset. And it's like, yeah, you, yeah, you have, you, you might have some, you might have ten cool games that people want to play, but the barrier for entry is so, so high that it, that they can't, and you're not going to make any money on it, you know. I'm not getting one. No, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm quitting a lot of Apple stuff. I think I'll stay with. I think I'll stick with the iPads because I kind of like the, the apps and the drawing style. Um, I'm foregoing the phone. I don't have the headphones anymore. I don't have a computer that's a Mac. So like, yeah, that's that. that that's about all I'm doing. I I draw on an iPad for the comic, but that's about it because yeah. it's the best art tool out there. I'm not gonna yeah. act like it's not. But other than that, I take it back. I watch fucking Pluto TV on the iPad because it has great speakers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to watch Final Destination two or three. That's my guilty pleasure movie, dude. I talk, I watch Final Destination three all the fucking time. Okay, is that the one of the roller coasters? Is that that one? Yes, yep. I love that one so much. Oh my god. That, that guy looks just like Dion. Has the fucking tanning bed deaths. Yes. yes, yes, and even then, the DVD has a choose your own adventure function. That's yep. when they had that shit, and it was so good. It was so good. Yep. Dude, the first time I ever watched it, I chose the outcome where they all survived, and it goes play again. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yo, I kind of wanted to save the people because I'm just that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Sorry Actually, for the random uh, tangent. I was just like, "Oh man, iPad speaker. That's all it's good for to me." Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I did like, and that's and that, like, yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a, that's a good one, um, and that, and that's also a series that they, they should probably bring back. Um, that was, that was a lot of fun. It's really gory, but they should bring it back. It was cheap to make because it didn't have any oh, yeah. big stars in it. Oh yeah, dude. They, they had, they had up and coming twenty somethings that they could put in there and tr- not charge them a lot, and I mean, not pay them a lot, and. It was a good enough movie, and the premise was like very fucking vague that any, anybody could go watch it. You know, Dion, you're my favorite up and coming twenty something actor. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I, I'm really working hard on it. I believe in you, man. One day, you, you're gonna make it to the casting couch, and only on your talent <laughs> yeah. will you, you know, survive out there. Yep. Damn right. Throw it back for a real one. <laughs> I don't even know how we're going on, where we're going with this anymore. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of funny how you watch um, Idiocracy, and it's like you know this is presented by Carl's Jr. 
But it is these mega corps that are just presenting everything right now. I saw this ad for this Patrick Mahomes show. It's like presented by Walmart, this and that. Like we're back to the corporate sponsorships to the point where, oh, great, man. Everything is just that. And it's in our entertainment, which affects our lives, which affects our, you know, how we operate with each other. Because we're influenced by that stuff. And at the end of the day, it's going to be a megacorp that it, that affects how people interact. I don't like that. It just seems kind of like we're living in that dystopian future that they always tried to help you avoid in Terminator. Hell, the Terminator future might have been better because we'd all be dead by this point. I mean, <laughs> not wrong. I want to be wrong, Dion. Don't tell me I'm right. I believe in hope. I believe in humanity. I believe in <laughs> Harvey Dent. <laughs> Well, which are the what the Aaron, the Aaron Eckhart Harvey, Harvey Dent or the other one? Well, I have to believe in that one because Billy D. Williams didn't go anywhere, and Tommy Lee Jones was an apeshit, batshit, crazy uh, villain. I liked him, but you know, oh man, that was that was a wild Batman. I did like that one though. Yeah, Batman Forever is not bad. It's Batman and Robin that shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, that, you sounded like Eric from Billy Madison at that like. <laughs> Did you have some delicious Triscuit crackers in the limo, and that's why you're not upset about conditioner is better. <laughs> oh, dude! Uh, remember, we're gonna be doing some fun shit for our 200,000 subscriber special, folks. Today, guys, I bring this up. Somebody asked us to bring back some Jaden Smith tweets. So, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Good old Jane Smith. God, that 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 fucking kid. Well, he's an adult now. He was a he was he even a kid when we started this show. No, he was just a silly adult back then. If anybody wants to send us a copy of Jada Pinkett Smith's book, we should have Dion do a dramatic reading of some of the best parts. Uh, yeah, definitely. If somebody can send us a PDF, that'd be great. I'll try to look, I'll try to look for one myself. I just <laughs> want to hear Dion read the chapter about when Jada lost her hair. Ha! <laughs> it's a hell of an invigorating story. Well, she, you know, she got the clap from some dude and it made her go bald. That's how that works, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. And she put it on the red table. Oh, God. I love... I, I, I'm pretty sure that show is... Uh, is uh... Oh, it's gone. It's gone or yeah, it's go, going to be gone. It's I get con- yeah, got canceled a couple months ago, right, Dion? Yep, yep. Well, Will Smith, your career was fun while it lasted, and then you let your silly wife and your silly kids ruin it all. I mean, you know, hey, it's Hollywood. You know, they always need a young brother to run around and do some weird shit. Will Smith is always ready, baby. <laughs> uh, so, Georgian, we'll have our P.O. box for sure. August is going to be a strong month for WCBS. I already have the uh, application. I brought it in. It's on the table. I just need to fill it out, take my fee down there, and get to business. Folks, send us some cool stuff, and we'll turn it into videos, and we'll continue to grow the channel together. And Dion, when I get some crazy shit in the mail for you, since I'm closer now, we're in the same time zone, I'll be able to bring it up to you when I visit. Hell yeah. Uh in a minute, we're going to check in with the audience and turn it into the fun part of the show. So, guys, send in your messages. Hopefully, we get some fun fuck, Mary kills and see where the show takes us tonight. Uh, it's been a great time so far, and I want to thank everybody. I just want to ask you one more time to hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know you enjoy the content because we enjoy it. And, you know, we're having a great time doing it. So we just need to let more people know. So, uh, you know what? 
Is there anything else you guys want to say about this topic at hand, or should we go into checking with the audience? Checking with the audience, although I will say, hey, we told you so. Wrote themselves into a corner, baby. Good luck getting out. Indeed. Hey, right. Um, have you have have you heard about the, the stuff going on with Comic Con? How a bunch of companies have pulled out, or say Disney yep. pulled out, and some other people have. Yep, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. And now actors aren't allowed to go to Comic Con, Nick. With this new strike in place, they're not allowed to go to these conventions. Why? But That's guys, what SAG after were, rules they are. Putting, they they showed the rainbow on Twitter. They were they were tweeting about how they love us, brothers and sisters out here. Of course, they would pay those folks who are in those groups that they talked about on Twitter because it's Disney baby they love us all don't they we're all in this together but that's like that's a weird thing because I mean it, I, I I don't know I don't understand how that pertains to their contracts or who like the 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 uh, their union thing because like <laughs> they're just people going to a convention right well I I think you said it already because it's a contractually uh, obligated appearance it falls under like the work thing. I'll ask our lawyer, right. and we'll I'll get the official word from him because I don't want to okay. go out spouting bullshit. Well, yeah, yeah, I think if, if they if they do you know panels and interviews and they're representing the studio, the movie, the show, whatever, that counts as part of that contractual obligation. Now, is is them going as you know if it's fucking. You know, Matt Damon going as Matt Damon, I think that's different. But, you know, if they're doing panels and shit, I would assume that counts as part of that contractual obligation. So, yeah, man, I, you know, the fucking the summer in the very least is going to be wild with this shit because obviously Comic-Con, you know, E3 didn't go that fucking well. You know, that's fucking Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer's coming out. Mission Impossible oh, is fucking hitting the shit. And then all the films that are coming out at the end of the summer and in the fall... And then again, you've got the holiday season. So all those press junkets that are coming out for uh, uh, what's coming out fucking Christmas. That goofy-ass sci-fi movie with the black dude from Tenet. You've got... Oh, John David uh, Washington? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Yeah, it's, it's done by the guy who did Andor. Yeah, okay. I know, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yep. yep. You know, you've got a bunch of shit coming out. All these contractual obligations, especially media stuff. Who doggy? I'm. I can't wait to see how this shit pans out. I can't either. I'm an agent of chaos in all of this. I just want to see how far the, how far it can go, and how much shit will hit the fan, and how far it'll splatter. Excuse my gross analogy, folks. <laughs> well, the good thing is, is that you know, I think with these with, with the actors and the whole thing happening, and there's not writers around, we're not getting any more of that late night bullshit. These actors being on some late night show and like answering really dumb questions and promoting their movies. So we're not going to get that for a while now, which is nice. Good. Listen, not only that, you know, to to to, to stick to the to the effect of the strike specifically, this shit is so wild. The uh, Skip Bayless sports show. Um, what's the shitty one on Fox Sports? Uh, Undisputed, they're on a hiatus. He lost his partner, and they have writers that work for that shit. So the show's on a two month hiatus. That's a sports show. Like <laughs> this shit is 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 getting deep in it. But again, remember, guys, they all believe in us being together, right? <laughs> 
You they believed in all that shit when they didn't have to pay the motherfuckers. But now they do, so, and now they don't. And now they don't. Yeah, man, it's yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm sure like. Once again, Amazon and Apple are in their R&D department trying to figure out, like, the best AI to, like, make, you know, like, to, to figure out characters, to figure out stories, and to do all that kind of shit. That's why they don't have to pay any writers, or they have to pay writers to, like, clean up the, you know, the work that the AI did to begin with. So, I'm sure I'm sure they're investing a lot of money into that right now. It's going to work out great for them, we all hope, right? <laughs> no. All right, guys, let's check in with the audience, shall we? We good? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, press our new button to transition into that, and then we'll uh, we'll check in with him. Dion, are you back? Would you like to see our new button? Dion stepped away for a minute, folks. I'll press it anyway. <laughs> I'm go get a beer. Oh, I'm back. Okay, okay, listen, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I got freaks nine days out of the week. I can give them I'll, yes. seven days in a week. Man, you ain't big pop. I'm the big bad booty daddy. This is nonstop. Now listen, English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> oh, oh my god, I love it. I love it. Scott, Stein, no. I said Scott Paul like an asshole. That's okay. You're never. I was gonna say something really mean, but as I want us to build more relationships with the wrestling community, I won't make that joke because it would I probably know exactly what somebody. joke you're gonna make too. Yeah. <laughs> You'll both look like Gerald Ford. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Adam Wofford, thank you very much. Uh, fun fact: in the world of darkness, the most strangest of the vampire clans is the Malkavians. They are the craziest of vampires, suffering from all of the mental illness. Ooh. I like it down for some good vampire fiction. What about you guys? Hell yeah, especially with stuff like that where you're like, you know, you're getting into the, yeah, they're immortal, bitch, but <laughs> mental illness don't fucking take a break, bitch. I would totally watch that shit. Oh, that'd be that fun. Shit. That'd be fun. I and yeah, and and I, and I really wish they would uh, would bring fucking Wesley Snipes' Blade back, like the first one or the second one, kind of that direction. Um, we need. Man, are you trying to tell me that you weren't excited? For the blade that we saw at the end of the Eternal, sir. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? Well, you just didn't get the movie, Nick. <laughs> oh no, no, clearly I didn't fucking get it because I was goddamn asleep because that shit sucked ass. Can I get a <laughs> refund for how much we paid to see that fucking movie? Oh god, man. Listen, I will die on this hill. I still had Hillary and I were talking about this shit the other day. I still had a great time watching it, the Eternals. Because it was the three of us and Hillary watching that movie. And the entire time, we're just like looking at each other the whole time <laughs> in this fucking super expensive movie theater. And we're like, huh, should we ask for our money back? <laughs> <laughs> she was crazy. And I had a great fucking time. So don't get me wrong. Eternals sucked ass. But holy shit, I had a great time watching that movie. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Yeah. We always we always have a great time suffering together. Hey, hey, Misery loves company. I love you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh my man. god! Uh, thank you, Adam Wofford, for uh, sending in your very generous super chat. So Georgian says, "News: Bob Iger's contract extends to 2026. Razor Fist. By then, 2026 will be Disney's total net worth." <laughs> Jam ram and a Doc Brown panicking button, please, Jeff. 
Of course, no problem. God, if we get to the point where Disney's net worth is lower than uh, ours, let's swoop in and buy it for pennies on the dollar. Dion, you're going to be in charge of renovating the Disney Saturday morning cartoon block. Nick, Touchstone Pictures is yours. I'm taking over Marvel. And Kendo and Dion, you're working double duty, Dion. You guys are going to run ESPN. Yeah, let's fucking go. Oh, my God. Uh, Now, (laughs) here's your first button request right here. Our good old pal, Doc Brown. (gasps) That one is a little heavy. (laughs) There's that word again, heavy. Is something wrong with the gravitational pull in Michigan? It may not be the gravitation to pull, but that motherfucker's brakes didn't work. Oh, they worked. He came to a complete stop. <laughs> a dead stop. <laughs> no, his bike came to a complete stop. Inertia still grabbed him and pulled him the other Listen. fucking way. He didn't know he could fly. We didn't either. He it turned didn't. Out Is that why R. Kelly was his favorite musician of all time? Oh, you know, dear God. I'm going to be in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I came that close to ruining well, another computer because of you assholes making me laugh. Control, control. You must learn control, Dion. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. Fucking, you know, swallow, don't spit. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty motherfucker. Yeah, but you love him. <laughs> Now, our friend Shrubbles08, thank you, Shrubbles08, he has these two requests. Well, that was what Disney wanted. They wanted to give you more She-Hulk. And, well, when nobody requested more, they got more. Speaking of more... Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Damn. May that man's soul rest in pieces, just like his motorcycle. Adam Wofford, thank you very much again. He says, the person doesn't like star... Wait. The person doesn't star out like that. The Malkavian will pick a normal person and then turn them crazy. Start talking to people who aren't there. Or who isn't there. Not yet. Alright, so we need to check out these Malkavian people because it sounds kind of cool. Maybe, Nick, we could do like a Malkavian muskrat. Malkavian muskrat. I mean, I'd try it. Oh, it's not a drink. It's a coked out animal. You missed out on our, our new business venture, Dion. Our uh, Nick has all these crazy animals. There's like fentanyl frog and mescaline moose and all this shit. Fentanyl frog? DMT deer, HG, HGH hamster. We're going to put them on trading cards and turn it into a game by the end of the year, folks. If you want it by Christmas, let us know. It would take us about Yeah, we're going to get a card to game, then, then comics, then, then the world. We're going to make movies out of them. You know what the fucked up part is? We could do this, and it would hit big in other parts of the world. Yeah, it would. Add one. Oh, God. Um, now, add yeah, it to we the could list. Do, yeah, we could do a Happy Tree Friends type animation thing on it. That's it. It's done. 
Yeah, I knew a couple of animators we could hire. There you go. Folks, help WCBS grow and we'll give you guys that kind of entertainment. Uh, <laughs> so Georgian says, Nick, you know your plan to slip a copy of Wokebusters to Ernie Hudson at the con? He canceled his only convention appearance in 2023 in London. Ah, that's fine, man. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be. Uh, he'll do more appearances next year because of uh, Ghostbusters. Because that Ghostbusters actually, I think, I think Ghostbusters got done right underneath the wire with the uh, with the strikes, so they're fine. And that should be coming out sometime soon. I think. I think it's going to be fine. That's what I've heard. I've heard it's okay. But, yeah, it's um, December. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're trying to get it out of December. We'll see what happens. I mean, it it literally just got done, so. It might take them a bit to uh, to edit that thing down. I, I doubt they're going to get it, get it. I doubt they're going to edit it down to a final copy in six in five months. Like that's, <laughs> I would I I would just wait. I would just fucking wait. <laughs> I wouldn't just put it out there because you can. Yeah, put it out when it's right. Don't rush it. We can be yeah. patient. Yeah. Darian217 with very generous super chat. He says, Mission Impossible surpassed Bond as the spy game thanks to old-ass Daniel Craig who kept having to be begged and lured back with money to play Bond. Craig accelerated the decline of the Bond. Of Bond. Hashtag failed Top Gun. I agree. His his ego, I'd rather slip my wrist than play James Bond. Bro, I didn't want you to actually do it, but you should have just never played the role again. You should have just called your own bluff, called it a day, and let Henry Cavill or somebody else that wants to play James Bond Play James Bond. Would anybody here be upset if Henry Cavill took over the role and was like, hey, I'm James Bond now? No. no. We'd all be happy. No. No. Uh, by the way, the, the movie uh, the movie called The uh, Spy Game is actually really good. You guys should definitely check it out. Who's in that one? Uh, that is Robert Redford and um, Brad Pitt. Okay. That's right. It. Yeah. It's, yep. it's, it's really fucking good. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's damn good. You know, it's uh, got to be better than I Spy with Owen Wilson and Eddie Murphy. That was First such a off, weird movie. Not talk shit about I Spy. Why yes, not? The movie is terrible. Yes, it's another example of Eddie Murphy's poor movie choice. And yes, having Owen Wilson play a badass spy was was dumb. But damn it, that movie was somewhat enjoyable, and we had. Fam K Jensen in it, so you just shut up. <laughs> That's true. We did. We did get. We did get her in that movie. Yeah, and it was young Fam K Jensen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Fam K Jensen, it's a fine woman. Yep, very fine woman. Uh, what is your favorite Fam K Jensen role? Mine's still Zenya on the top. I mean, come on, how do you not? I, listen, like... I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Don't get me wrong. Even though half of her being in it was bad. I gotta go with Jean Grey, dude. Like, especially, it's, even though it, that movie sucked, and it was very two thousand and fucking six to have like, hey, she's the villain. She's wearing a red leather jacket. Damn, she was fine as the Phoenix. Oh my god, that movie was fucking terrible. But like, evil Fam K Jensen. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yo, I want to see what she's like when she's drunk and ain't got shit to do for the night. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I'm going to say it's 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 a toss up between House of Haunted Hill and The Faculty. Ooh, Ooh Faculty, good ones. Yeah. Yes, yep. Because like yep. she was like the mousy little teacher in The Faculty, and then she had that fucking alien go in her head, and then she became like real hot and, and bitchy. And I was like, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging that. She's a little aggressive, and she wants to like hit um what's his name. And I'm like, 
All right, I could. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm into the rough stuff. It's fine. I'll take it. It's okay. <laughs> and she lived at the end. <laughs> Only because she had the fucking alien in her head, and even though she, her, her head got lopped off, she put it back onto her body. That's not the point. We don't worry about <laughs> continuity, Nick. We just admit that we're glad that Famke Jensen was in a movie where she was hot and she lived at the end. That's that's true. That's true. Who cares if it sucked? <laughs> she still wasn't Selma Hayek hot. I'm just putting it out there. Listen, listen. You talk about a whole generation. You know what I mean? Selma Hayek. God damn. Her, her Instagram to this day. Did you see the one of her in the pool where she was? Yes, I did. I was like, God (laughs) damn. (laughs) She's in her 50s. She looks better now than she did back in the day. And that's saying so. She looks better than Desperado semi. Oh. Oh, yeah. Our our Instagram group is just like hot women all the way through. I mean, hey, you know. Yeah, we got we got to take care of business. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep each other, keep our fuck. Well, what 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 did uh, Matthew McConaughey say in Wolf of Wall Street? You can't let it get too acidic above the neck. It's bad for you. <laughs> I thought you were going to start pounding on your chest for no reason. I was like, what's going on? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you sound like Marky Mark in that movie. Was it Cape Fear or whatever? Or oh Prime yeah, that Prime one. <laughs> I fucking forgot about Cape Fear, dude. That's fucking oh, God. Uh, thank you, though, Darian217, for your generous super chat. I'm I'm, I'm glad you uh, feel that way about Mission Impossible. I enjoyed the new one, and I want everyone to go check it out. David Williams, thank you very much. He says, my favorite podcast. Thanks, David. Can I get a little shout-out for my third self-published book, Order of Griffin, the Book of uh, Mastery, Fantasy for Adults. All right, folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy fantasy for adults, then make sure you guys check out Order of the Griffin, the Book of Mystery. And David, congratulations on your third published book. That's an achievement, man. A lot of people can't even get over the first hump of creation, but you are doing it and you've done it three times. If you want to know more about writing and talking about stuff, check out our new show, Writers on Writing. It it debuted this past Wednesday, yesterday, here on the channel. We had Larry Correa and... uh, Casey Easel, and it was an awesome time. We also had Drew, who writes his own comic books. He has 16 books out there already. And then I have written Stealing Solo, Wokebusters, countless YouTube videos, and a whole lot more. So join us over there and uh, talk about writing in a non-boring way, folks. Because remember, writing is what makes all of your good entertainment. Everything starts with a script. I'm, 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 sorry, I was, I, I'm sorry I wasn't listening. I was, I was uh, looking at Tom Hayek swim. Dude! When she pops out of the water and they go a different direction of her body, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Selma. <laughs> yeah, dude. I like, my jaw actually kind of dropped. I was like, wow, this is great. I love Twitter. So. Bro, I verbally went, holy shit. <laughs> Things that make you say, ooh, and she's still dressed. That's the best part about it. You're just like, wow. I know. It's crazy. Sometimes leaving. Well, I mean, I mean, she, she's not working now. She might, she might start her own, her own OnlyFans. <laughs> Oh, she I will is. finally pay for OnlyFans. <laughs> yep. Easily. Easily. <laughs> Denise Richards is on there, and I'm like, seriously, Denise Richards? Is she really? Are you fucking yeah. serious? Why would I make that up, dude? I saw the pictures that on is... fucking Twitter. I was like, what? That is hilarious. Denise Richards on OnlyFans. Oh, she's finally fucking dropped. Yeah, she's done it all. <laughs> she's hit rock Damn. bottom. Well, well, I doubt. I doubt she's doing like OnlyFans. OnlyFans. She's probably like, ah, oh, well, I'm doing. She's fully interviews. nude. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> For real? She was in Playboy years ago, dude. It's not like you haven't been able to yeah, see Yeah, but OnlyFans is like, I'm going to sit on this chair with this wine bottle and black dude that I saw on the corner. What happens, happens. Like, Is it that OnlyFans? <laughs> or is it like, oh, I'm doing tasteful shit? OnlyFans. Well, if you ever... It's like you get to see it all, okay? I don't want to... Look at folks. If you need to see it, go to fucking OnlyFans to support Denise Richards. She's only a multi-millionaire actress. You know, that's what the whole message about the writer's strike is and the actor's strike, right? We got to make sure they're okay. No, just... You can find it online. Do what you got to do. Uh, Adama, thank you very much for your very generous super chat. Adama says, What up, guys? Jeff, a couple of weeks back you mentioned L.A. Knight. I did a deep dive and I absolutely love his shtick. What do you think about the recent critiques of his characters? I hope he gets to the top. Yeah! Well, I am an L.A. Knight fan. I haven't been a fan of a wrestler like this in quite some time, to the point where I will stop what I'm doing to watch SmackDown on Friday nights just to see what L.A. Knight's going to do. He's my favorite currently, and I've been hearing the critiques about how he's like The Rock and Stone Cold. Well, The Rock is my all-time favorite wrestler, so somebody that's kind of like The Rock, I don't give a shit. Cool. He does the L.A. Knight elbow drop. I'm on board. His, uh, what is it, BTS or BTF blunt force trauma, it starts out like a Stone Cold stunner. I don't care. This was the shit I liked all those years ago. I don't want to watch 50 super kicks. I don't want to watch bullshit. Look, I don't even dislike the bloodline, but I'm over that kind of stuff. L.A. Knight may be like a relic of the past in some ways, but he's cool. He's believable. The dude can cut an amazing promo. The crowd's behind him. You got to run with L.A. Knight. You got to go with him. I'm not saying he's got to be champion by the end of the year, but you got to get him the IC belt or the U.S. belt, and you got to put him on a good run, macho man style, where he carries that belt with pride, puts on great matches, and can go for a long time. If you got to set him up to win money in the bank next year or give him a spot at WrestleMania high on the card next year, that's what you got to do. Do I think he's the guy to dethrone Roman Reigns? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I guess that storyline has to be a little bigger. But yeah, I'm all about LA Knight. Dion, how do you feel about this? I am 100% LA Knight. I, um, after hearing the critique, as it was, it wasn't Cornette that said it, right? Was it? It was. Was oh, it no, Cornette? It was, uh, one of them was Jeff Jarrett, but somebody... Oh, it's Kevin Nash, sorry. Kevin Nash. Listen, I... Be, and, and for the fans, you guys know, you know, Jeff and I have been wrestling fans damn near our entire fucking lives. I fucking... You know, The Rock's in my top three. Stone Cold's my... One of my faves. What? I, what? I... I understand... Kevin Nash's hesitation, uh, but I disagree vehemently. I, I, you know, anytime someone has a catchphrase that's over and has a leather jacket on or a leather vest on, doesn't make them Stone Cold. Doesn't make them The Rock. Uh, even if that were the case, The Rock, The Rock's character when he, especially when he was at the fucking height of his powers after Stone Cold was gone, it was not the same. Any. And and again, I appreciate Kevin Nash's place in pro wrestling. I appreciate his post-retirement wrestling mind. But in this case, in Big Sexy, you are a fellow Michigander, and I and I respect the hell out of you. But you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I agree. Well said, sir. <laughs> Nick, uh, we're gonna we're... have to show you who LA Knight is. This dude's legit. Okay, read the message. Okay. He is awesome. 
I sent you a message in the private chat. Don't read it out loud. Just just read it. Oh, okay. That's a great yeah. thing to know. I yeah, yeah. I don't want to because I because I don't want to promote because we, we, we ain't getting paid for it. But I'm just letting you know. Christmas Jones could pay us a couple bucks a week down the road. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> hmm. Well, see, if you want I helped to... you by letting you guys know it's out there, and you helped me by letting me know about that. We're all yeah. set. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, if she wants to help, wants to promote her, 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 you know, her activities, uh, she's more than welcome to contact us through, uh, you know, mail.com, the best mail. Dot com. There you go. <laughs> the story of tonight's show is, folks, friends help friends. <laughs> Uh, up next, we have our friend Space Monkey 0899 says, At this point, Iger had to be a saboteur. R.I.P. Disney. I wouldn't be surprised. Look, it, he's just greedy and an asshole, and he's all these wonderful things that other corporate people are. He just doesn't care. Look, he cares about certain things, the bottom line, what he can pay or he can get for his package of uh, you know, his money. And it's just antithetical. Is when you're missing guys like Michael Eisner, you know things have changed. Um, first off, Darian217 says, I've never watched a Dick Craig Bond film. F them. I think I think only one or two are actually good. But that's that's a real stretch. You I mean, know? I don't blame you. You know, I, I really don't blame people that are, you know, I listen, I still am a very pro <coughs> excuse me, very pro Daniel Craig Bond, even though a lot of the movies weren't great. No time to die wasn't great. You know, him as Bond, I enjoy. But yeah, I, you know, so many of them were systematic of what was wrong with Bond at the time. So I get it. I mean, I, I don't uh, I don't disagree with it wholeheartedly, for sure. So Georgian brings us Fentanyl Fawn. Guys, it's a small side project. We could legitimately get these uh, a set of 12 or 15 cards out. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> I'm I'm down for it, man. We can we, we can make it our our own our own franchise. Yeah, why not? Uh, <clears throat> what? <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be interesting, man. That'd be really interesting. I have a trading card printer. I mean, I've done trading cards for the Fandom Menace back in the day, so I'll just go yeah. back to that company and they'll uh, hook us up. There we go. Uh, thank you, David Williams, again. He says, "Is everyone's favorite big online retailer just searching for a title?" Or, uh, it's on everyone's favorite online retailer. Just search for a title or D.W. Williams. Well, folks, to give you that title one more time, that is Order of Griffin, the Book of Mastery. It's fantasy for adults, and David has written three books now, and we always talk about helping to find the next great title. This could be the next great title for you, so you got to read it to find out. So go over to that big retailer online and check out David's work. Look for D.W. Williams. Hillbilly Skeptic, sorry, Hillbilly Skeptic, that's completely different. Ahsoka is going to be a girl boss's assembled. A live-action Thrawn isn't enough to make me watch. Neither are the surprise cameos that will be made to draw interest. Can you please name one reason I should? Yeah, Batman. Is that Commissioner Gordon? Answer the red phone. Watch it. uh, uh, I mean, uh, I'm not Batman. I'm just going out to get my cigarettes out of the car. (laughs) <laughs> thank you commissioner we'll be there in a moment <laughs> the, red, the red phone was ringing <laughs> oh shit are we have we moved the clock closer to midnight is it apocalypse time 
Yeah, some people would say so. I don't think it is. I think it's just a lot of uh, overhype. Mm. <sighs> now, to answer your question, though, Hillbilly Skeptic, I don't think you should get excited to watch it. Remember, everything we tell you folks is just basically to think for yourself and base it on what you watch. There's no benefit for us to promote this show. There's no benefit for us to tell you what to do in this regard. But if you're not liking what you see in the trailer, it's not worth your time. We're going to watch it to talk about and make content for our channel, but that really doesn't help them out. That's just for us to grow. So if you're curious, don't watch it. Listen to us talk about it. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll take one for the team. And we'll give you an honest appraisal. But I do feel like it looks like the girl boss Avengers. And I'm not on board with that. The first thing I thought to myself is, they shoehorn certain characters into all these other shows, and they aren't going to... And I don't need to watch a show about men to feel empowered or any of this other dumb shit, but it does feel very pointed. And when it feels this pointed, that's when I get mad. So, that's that's my take on it. Uh, Jack White, thank you very much. He says, all I'm going to say about the rumors is only time, I will t only time will tell. And I just got back from the new Psychopaths movie. It was good. Well, I'm glad you checked it out, man. I, uh... I know what Psychopass is. I didn't realize the movie was out right now. But I'm glad a lot of anime films are getting released in theaters. So you went and saw what? Psychopass Providence? Hmm. I could go see that tomorrow if I had time. Go get some popcorn, watch a movie. Maybe I'll watch it on Crunchyroll. I'm always down to watch stuff on Crunchyroll. I'll get Dan's login and watch some movies. There you go. At least, at least Jack White, thank you as always. <clears throat> at least with that, you can share the login on like, Netflix. You know, I downgraded my Netflix account just because on principle, and I don't think I've watched anything. Not because I'm trying to take a stand. I just I haven't watched anything on Netflix lately. Is, I just kind of keep it to watch. Well, Twilight Zone's not on there anymore. What the fuck am I keeping it for? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, whenever whenever Stranger Things comes out, I'll get it for the month, and then that's it. <laughs> I'm not going to keep I it any longer. I love that show. Yeah. It can, uh, it can come back tomorrow. I'd be happy about that. But it's going to yeah, be pushed man. back even further now with all the strikes. Yeah, because they, they, they stopped filming as soon as the, the writer's thing happened. They, they immediately stopped. So Now, up next is Jack White again who says, I have been to Disney World in the past. It was never like this until Iger. They just extended Iger's contract as CEO, so the guy who caused these problems at the company is going to finish sinking it. You know, maybe Bob Iger secretly works for uh, Universal Studios, and this is finally his power play. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's it's weird because, like, I know the parks are – we've always heard the parks are 40% of their business. And the movies are tanking, and so are the parks. I mean, like, like it's it's like, you know, he's the only fireman in the you know, house is on fire right now, and he's trying to put everything out. And uh, it, it ain't working. He reminds me of uh, Leslie Nielsen in that scene in The Naked Gun where there, everything was behind him. He's like, don't worry, don't worry, and it's all falling apart and catching fire. That's, yep. that's how I feel yep. about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, and it's, speaking of putting out fires, uh, Tacoma FD Season 4 will start the 20th of July. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> where can we see that show again, Nick? Uh, I think it's uh, Max and also True TV. Ah, True TV, my favorite channel. Yeah. Uh, Max or you know what was um, HBO Max, uh, yeah, whatever it is now, yeah, they're gonna they're probably gonna have the episodes on there too. So uh, check it out. But uh, I mean, it's it's one of my favorite shows. I think Kendo likes it as well. Um, it's incredibly rewatchable. 
it's funny as shit. Those guys knock it out of the park. I can't wait for the new season to come out. So, I mean, it's a really good show. It's not it's not woke. They do poke fun at that a lot. And um, I would highly recommend everybody watch it. I like Broken Lizard, so I'm going to check it out, dude. It's It's fun, man. It really is. Thank you again to Jack White, who says, Working class families have been priced out of Disney World, and Iger never left the CEO office when Chapek was supposed to be running the show. Well, Homeboy is just bad at his job. That's all I can say about it. I'm, As an agent of chaos, I'm excited to see how far this can go. But in oh reality, yeah! Oh god! Yeah, yeah. Like how? How? Like <laughs> how? How much can you burn down your own house? Like how? 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 How far will this go? Like are you just getting the first floor, or just the kitchen, or just the just the garage, or are you going to burn down to the foundation? Like how? How's it going to end? He's going to burn down to the foundation and piss on the ashes. Ashes. That's where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> I well, once again, I honestly think he's trying to get it down to where like Amazon or Apple can buy it. That's what I think is going to happen. Bro, Apple could buy it tomorrow for any asking price. They oh, have know. so much money. Oh, I, know. I know. Tim Cook and Co. They, Apple, could you buy us for a trillion dollars? <laughs> we'll sell you our souls, too. <laughs> for a trillion? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I just want to create content called I Don't Know What to Do With All This Money, where we just go and do <laughs> stupid shit. Mr. Beast, eat your heart out. Oh, God. Uh, he, it, would, it, would, dude, it would get dark real fucking quick. <laughs> It would get yeah. super dark really quick. We would try to buy a person in the first episode. <laughs> in the first episode? Jeez, man. Okay, third episode. <laughs> okay, oh, fine, fine. Fine, second season. <coughs> it's okay, okay. That's that's better. We should buy the state of Michigan. <laughs> that much money probably. <laughs> you can you can have a defect and be its own be its own country. Yeah. I Wait, mean we'll sell it back to Canada. <laughs> Rod Thunderheart, thank you very much. He says, Hail Jeff and Dion. Wow, Jeff, making much progress on see through love uh, to Pyro. Cameron Posh and Script Doctor have inspiring have been inspiring excellent help. Well, they're both good writers, so I'm glad they're able to help you out. I uh I'm glad you're getting more and more done with your sequel. I picked up a copy of your book. I believe it just shipped out to me the other day, and uh, I'll check it out and let you know what I think of it. Folks, we want to support everybody who has the uh, creative bug who has the ability and the talent to do it so you know listen to wcbs keep doing what you're doing and we'll you know try to help people get the word out there on your projects as well yeah and uh especially now it's um i think now with a new ai app coming out every like three days it's incredibly easy can we get an ai to write us an ai app um actually that that really that really does exist <laughs> that's <laughs> really a it. thing <laughs> Yeah, that's really a thing. Uh, Space Monkey 0899, thank you very much. He says, I appreciate seeing Dark Troopers from Dark Forces and the E-Wing from Dark Empire, but it was not worth seeing Star Wars destroyed. No, it wasn't. Because at the end of the day, that's what you saw. And it's sad. It could have been so much more, too. And now, eight years in... Yes, eight years, excuse me. Uh, this is what's left. There's nowhere to go but lateral or down. I mean, you guys can decide what you consider lateral or down, but I'm not down for anything else they want to give us. Overkill161 says, The Reverend Dion of the First Church of WCBS needs his own church organ music and choir lady shouting, Mm-hmm, preach. Testify! <laughs> Dion, do you want I me just... to get you that 
Roland, like, get you some background church music so when you start to preach, it'll play in the background? Yeah, dude, that'd be fucking hilarious. Absolutely. I, I don't think this music will work. Let's see what this is. <laughs> no, that's too... That's the... That's the, the, the I mean, it kind of <laughs> works. <laughs> we need more gospel. I know. Yeah, this is, look, right. this is what's... This is built into StreamYards, okay? Oh, I got you. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we need we, we we need we need Dion to be like James Brown in Blues Brothers. Do you see the light? I see the light. <laughs> we Can we that, start doing front flips and shit. Yeah, we need that level of like. Of... <laughs> he needs the hair, the fucking the fucking cherry curl, the whole thing, man. Yep, the fucking. I cake. think you should become the old preacher from Coming to America. Yes. <laughs> We've been saved. <laughs> Good lord! Like, yeah, that's 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 Reverend Dion Green right there. Hell yeah! Make me a make me a list, and I'll make you a T-shirt, guys. We have enough time that I could get us all for Sunday of that week. We could all have our own custom T-shirts that people can pick up on the website, and we can be rocking them at the show. So you just got to tell me what you want, what you really really want, and I'll make it happen. But to Overkill One Six One, thank you very much, Reverend Dion. We'll be back in church. Next week, same time, same channel, World Class Bullshitters. Testify. Haunted Luck, thank you very much. He says, Idiocracy was set in 2505. We managed it in 15 years. Well, to quote Star Wars Episode One Racer, it's a new lap record. And that's where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of scary. What do you think the world's going to be like in 2050? Um... I don't know. I nuclear, nuclear winter? Ah, I hear it's nice this time of year. Yeah, it'll be real. It'll be so cold you won't see the sun. Uh, uh. Ah, the sun's overrated. It is. We don't need it at all for anything. No, all never. It's is, like... Maybe in 2050 it'll be easier for me to travel to Mexico. <laughs> Do they not let you in now? I mean, they do, but it's like, you know, I got a white girl with me. I got to be careful, you know what I'm saying? You know, and then like, you know, Mexicans and anything down there, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to be able to go like to Mexico City, you know what I'm saying? Breathe in the pollution like a normal person, you know what I mean? Well, we have a friend that can be our tour guide down there. So if you really want to go to Mexico, just let me know. I'll fly Ooh. out too, and we'll just go to Mexico. Had my curiosity. Now you got my attention. <laughs> There you go. I got your attention better than the fucking women's soccer that's going on right now, right? Yeah, I mean, I like women's soccer. The US, U.S. team is actually pretty good. Well, it's kind of funny how everyone keeps talking how nobody watches women's sports, and that was the theme of this week's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, they actually, at the end of the episode, go, no one cares about women's sports, including women. And then it just ends. And I'm like, that's a very pointed ending. I'm on board. I mean, it's it's true. It's, it's, it's true. It's damn true. Yeah, it's an interesting place. conversation, that's for damn sure, because, boy, oh boy, they are trying to have it. And nobody cares. It's kind of sad. You know, it's it's uh, it's one of those things, man. It's one of those, especially with sports now, man, it's, it's uh, you know, everybody wants to have the conversation about, you know, pay and all that, and it's like, hey, you know, the, the hard facts of the matter is, you know, it matters how many asses you put in seats. So it's, uh, you know, the, the, the WNBA season's starting now or going on now. It's the very beginning of their season. Obviously, we'll see what's going on with the, 
you know, the women's soccer team, they're arguably the best soccer team in the world right now. So we'll see. Uh, hey, you know, we've said on this show multiple times, you know, nobody cares as long as you get people to watch. So, yeah, man, everybody's cards are on the table, not just in the movies, but in sports. So, you know, everybody, everybody on Twitter, now's the time to show up. I know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow night. uh, Women's golden uh, Vegas team. Showers. They won the championship. No one showed up to the fucking parade. (laughs) I'm just going to laugh. I fucking love sports. And say what you want, but none of y'all showed up. No. Uh, Speaking of showing up, Adam Walford shows up for us each and every week. Thank you very much, Adam, for another very generous super chat. He says... The other vampire clan is the Nosferatu. They're the ugliest of vampires. When they turn someone, they will pick up those super good-looking person, and they will, here's the twist. The person will become ugly, and they just do it for the lulls. So like Willem Dafoe. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of vampires, I think think what we do in the shadows, uh, season five or six started this week. I want to see that show. Talk dude, about it for a quick second, dude. It's it's so it's it's so much fun. Um, I know Taika Taika Waititi, um, made the movie, and it the movie the movie's pretty fun as well. But it's probably one of the best things he's done. And the show started because of that. And the show's been hilarious and consistently good uh, for these past five or six seasons. Like, I look forward to watching it all the time. It's 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 a damn good show. <laughs> Deanny, there, buddy. Yeah. Do you watch? Do you watch a show at all? Do you know about it? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the LU. Here we go. I fucking love uh, what we do in the shadows. I uh, we still have to watch season three. That show's fucking hilarious. And, and to your point about Ticket with TD, you know, I I didn't see um, what was this movie? My friend Hitler, whatever it was. Uh, you mean Jojo yeah. Rabbit? Yeah, thank you. My bad. Yeah, that is. How do you get my friend song. Hitler out of JoJo That's the point of that movie is that he's a, his imaginary friend is Hitler or whatever, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah so I'm not that far off. I just my, I just my friend idol. <laughs> my so friend wrong. Hitler. Just, he. Oh, my friend Hitler. Uh, but yeah, man. I listen. What would you, I love that show? It is. It is really, really funny. I, I do have to catch up. And as much shit, especially after Love and Thunder, that I I will give him credit for that show because it is it is hilarious. It is. and plus, uh, uh, I God damn it, the uh, the 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 chubby English dude, Matt that Barry. dude is hilarious. Everything he does, and he's yep. obvious. He's hilarious in that show. Remember when we used to watch Garth Marenghi's Dark Place in college with Tom? Yep, yep. God, that was the best show ever. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Adam Wofford, thank you very much. You got me wanting to watch more vampire content, dude. Like, I'm not an Anne Rice fan. <laughs> no, don't go, don't go that route. Don't go that route. <laughs> no, I'll watch. Uh, I don't know what to watch. Van Helsing. There's vampires in that, right? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 there are three really hot ones. Yeah, right. I mean, right. You, and plus, you have to watch it, you know, on purpose. I got that shit on 4K, dude. And also, right? and, and and also, Kate Kate Beckinsale's hot in that too, so that that works out. She is. She Let's really play is. a game. What movie isn't Kate Beckinsale hot in? <laughs> huh. Even better point. That's an even better point. <laughs> 
Adama, thank you very much again. He says, in this era of bad entertainment, I have a couple of recommendations. The Night Agent and FUBAR, both on Netflix. Both are good and in different ways. Have you guys heard of either The Night Agent or FUBAR? I, isn't FUBAR with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, that's the one where it's him and his daughter or whatever. The Night Agent, I don't remember about that. I don't, I don't recognize that one. Well, I'll check it out. I have Netflix, so I'm always down for recommendations. Let me take a pic, a quick picture. Quicksure, yes, that's what a quick picture is. That's the portmanteau, uh, the Natalie portmanteau of it. And uh, I'll add this to my list. I might have some time for some background stuff as I'm working on Wokebusters this weekend. Let's see. While monitoring an emergency line, an FBI agent answers a call that plunges him into a deadly conspiracy involving a mole at the White House. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. I'm always I'm I'm always down for some you know some clandestine show those those things are always fun to watch. Oh yeah, as am I, dude. Yeah. Now we have our friend Jack White. He says new series recommendations: Liar Liar, Classrooms for Heroes. All right, I'll take a picture of that too. Is that going to be on Crunchyroll or any of those other ones? Because <coughs> I'm willing to give it a shot. Dion, you're gonna have to watch it soon, man. I don't think you're gonna make it to Rush Hour Three. <laughs> It's going to take a lot more than that to take me out, brother. Good. I'm glad. I don't want you going anytime soon, brother. That's right, Jack. Speaking of Jack, Jack White again says, Some fun, naughty anime series recommendations. Date, al- date Alive, To Love, Are You a High School DXD? <laughs> All right. What does the DXD stand for? Is it Dixted? Is that how you pronounce that? <laughs> I don't know if I can watch anything called Dicks Did, but that's just me. Uh, no, but thank you, Jack White. I took a picture of that one, too, and I'll add it to the list. One day I'll make it through everything here, and everyone will be like, oh, wow, you did watch the whole back catalog. <laughs> yes, I did. And I gave up everything to watch it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm just joking. You know, I appreciate all this, folks. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, Indy 5 is so bad that my stepdad has a Lego... ISD and Death Star stands. Sorry, Indy Five is so bad that my stepdad, that has a Lego ISD and Death Star on stands, even said no one wanted it. I'm surprised it even made 255 million dollars. It's a bigger flop than we could have thought. I thought it was going to make half of what it needed to break even. Nope, it's not even a quarter. Of, well, it's about a quarter of the way there. Do you guys <coughs> think it's going to have an uptick, or do you think it's pretty much dead? Because that one movie. Elemental is starting to pick up, and now it's like the second most successful Disney film animation. Elemental's picking up, really? Yeah, it's made a bunch of money worldwide now. How the hell did that happen? They're funneling cocaine through. I guess so. Uh, I mean, I think it'll take an uptick. You know, I didn't think that Indiana Jones was that bad. I think it'll have a little uptick, but not enough to to turn turn it around. I mean, you know, I I think once once the negative reception wears off you'll, you'll get a little bit it might it might break even but I, I wouldn't bet on it um thank you jack white i like i said i will check out your recommendations adam wofford says or sorry that was a tlj screwjob thank you tlj screwjob adam wofford says vampire show from the 90s embrace kindred based on tabletop game vampire the masquerade there are 13 <laughs> clans it lasted one season <laughs> there's there's also there's also a really famous uh three season uh vampire show called forever night which is about a vampire who helps a cop solve crimes that just sounds awesome it's 
I remember I remember watching it a lot. I remember there, I remember being a lot like on in the background of like TBS and WB back in the day. Um, it's a really hokey show, man. It's it's kind of hilarious. Is it hokier than the RoboCop TV series? Uh no, no, that's pretty hokey because I watched a couple episodes of that because it used to be on old school sci-fi channel when it was actually sci-fi not sci-fi. <laughs> back when I had that bitch in a logo. Yeah, back when they had those those really ridiculous Roger Corman Saturday Night movies that were awesome. Yeah, you can put one of those on any night of the week, and I'm going to be entertained, dude. That and like and I think that's how Salem was born with those movies. That's how they that's how they started going. Um, but you know, whatever. It was it was a good, it was a good racket. And now we have Coke NATO or whatever the fuck it's Coke called. NATO. <laughs> oh my god. Jack White, thank you, he says. And just D&D. &D. Oh, it's just D&D. &D. And the main dude is a super pervert with a bunch of stacked girls. Look up the character, Ries Germoni. <laughs> yeah, I looked, yeah, I looked up I looked up the uh, the cover of the of the of whatever it is, and I was like, yeah, these these are just like the typical anime girls. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Well, you they know are, what? They are indeed stacked, sir. Stacked is the best way to be. I don't know how to follow up that statement. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you say after that? What, what you say is, mm. that's what you do. Oh, wait. I think we have a button for uh, Stacked Girl. We've only <laughs> pressed it once here on the channel. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So guys, and 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 her and her no job having ass. Yeah, uh, she got to say her piece. They preached on air, and now she's fucking fired, just like the rest of the G four crew. I get it; they didn't really have a place in the modern day, but they definitely hastened their demise by saying stupid shit. So, boys, is there anything else you guys would like to say before we put this baby to bed? Free air. Free air. Uh, I'm I'm good, man. All right. Now, folks, be on the lookout for more content from us. Check out today's two videos that dropped. Not one, but two. We also had a really big hit this week on Monday with the High Republic video and the follow-up live stream on the High Council where you guys got to listen to the two authors, uh, Michael and Declan, who penned that article. And it was a wonderful article. We wanted to make sure they got the attention they deserved for it. So we had them on the High Council, and now well, we made friends with them. So expect them back in the future. Check out Writers on Writing and... Uh, you know, that's got Larry Curry on it, and that was a lot of fun to do as well. And then tonight's podcast. This has been the most streaming I've ever done in a single week in a while, and I had a good time, but I'm also ready for a little break. So check back in the morning, check back for content throughout the weekend, and definitely check it out on Monday. For some reason, YouTube loves us on Monday, so Monday is the day to be here at the WCBS headquarters. So folks, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to take care of some stuff. We'll upload this show, and we'll have it ready for you guys on the streaming. So listen to us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Give us a five-star rating, not for our egos, but so more people can find the show. We um, only um, say it because it'll help. Actually, Jeff, Stitcher's, um, Stitcher's going away. Well, then you can't listen to us on Stitcher <laughs> for much longer. Is Spotify at least safe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're safe. They're safe. But I got to because I, I, you know, I, I produce a couple podcasts. I got an email about Stitcher being like, "Oh, we're going to go out of business here soon." I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting." So, yeah. you know, what pisses me off is I had to jump through a lot of hoops to get us on Stitcher. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
So did I. I had to put a couple. I got requests from people who I do the podcast where I wanted them. I specifically wanted them a Stitcher. And then like a month later, I got an email saying, oh, yeah, Stitcher's going out. I'm like, oh, that's that's nice. That's nice to know. Uh, another super chat rolled in from our friend Jack White. He says, and a lot of these series I have recommended for you are on Crunchyroll. Well, thank you. I um, I like I like the easiness to find all of it. Um, you know, it's hard when you try to watch some of these shows on streaming and they're just all over the place. Well, that is not the case anymore. Crunchyroll has made it a lot easier to find a lot of these things. So, uh, thank you, Jack, for all of your recommendations. Now, I really want to watch that vampire tabletop show. I love 90s sci-fi. It's my jam. It's just, it's what it is for me. I love the 90s. They had the best, worst TV shows. Like RoboCop. And the, Wasn't there a Crow TV series for a minute, too? <laughs> yeah, it was done by sci-fi. <laughs> you know, Nick, maybe next year's Schlocktoberfest for 2024 will be all sci-fi shows that are no longer with us. Oh, my God. Dude, that would be, that'd be fun. Because there were, there, were, there were a lot of good ones that, that went away because of, like, it changing hands a lot. So, yeah. Well, guys, we've reached the end of our episode. We try not to make these things go as long as they used to because, for some reason, more people watch when they're shorter. So we're going to keep that trend rolling. So, folks, thank you for watching. Uh, we'll be back next time with more. But in the meantime, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Dot com.